All right, so now are you ready? I'm ready. Diana Ross over here. <laughs> <laughs> Joey's like, I'm regretting this already. Welcome to Ear Loathing, episode 20. Big 2-0. Yeah. We're so happy that you're here joining us on the show, <laughs> the podcast. We are the Gitmo Bros, number one rockers forever, as you figured out by this point. And you know what I'm going to do is go straight into Kibbit's Corner because we have a special treat for you all. What? Oh, what? I'm sorry. I did that wrong. I need to introduce my Gitmo Bros. Sitting next to me at the Ear and Loathing HQ is uh, the resident media darling of Ear and Loathing. Say hello. Hi, I'm George White. I have Elmer's glue in my arm. See if you can figure out why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, send us your, your guesses via social media. I'm trying anything to get people Press involved. one for yes and two for no. <laughs> or three for the funk. <laughs> Elmer's. So uh, I just heard another voice. It sounds like someone calling in from the North Star. He's my North Star. He's your North Star. He's surprises North Stars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, Hi, Aaron. You know, Aaron rings it every every episode. <laughs> so now I'm going to go take us into Kibbit's Corner. So here we go. Do it, baby. Do Clem, it. Clem would like to introduce us to a very special person. Say it, Clem. Hi there. Welcome to Kibbit's Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Clem. Well, this we did. Uh, we did announce that this is episode twenty, and we thought for the big two zero, we were, we were going to do something that we've always kind of you know discussed amongst the Gitmo Bros. Never figured out really how to do it just through our sheer uh, laziness and incompetence, and still haven't figured it out. Really. Yeah. <laughs> As of like thirty seconds ago, we are still figuring it out. I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> but you guys are never going to guess. It's the first episode of Ear and Loathing. Featuring a guest. What? 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 And I would like to in- introduce all of you to our pal, and I think close to number one fan, if not number one fan, <laughs> Mr. Joey Punchetti. Yay, Say hello. Hey, hello. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is an honor to be here. Now, kidding me? The, the <laughs> best reason to bring in a guest, uh, as far as I'm concerned, is fresh fish. <laughs> fresh fish. Chum, fresh yeah. fish. Fishy, 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 fishy. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, though, because I'm so familiar with the show. I know what happens. Yeah, but you, you've never been in the torture do, chamber before. Do you? That's true. Or this room. It's, it's a small room, Joey. Yeah. yeah. No escape. Yeah. He, right. you, should, you could just see his eyes fall and his, his body language change <laughs> when he actually saw where he'd be recording. Just went. That's so not true. <laughs> this was a mistake. This was a mistake. There's a, a daybed in here. Looks like it belongs Guys, in a brothel in France. <laughs> There's a bed over there where, where comedy goes to sleep. <laughs> Quite literally. No, Joey said, uh, as I sort of introduced him to the room, he goes, do I have time to get my affairs in order? <laughs> or maybe get a few sets in. <laughs> so, okay. The, the, it is, it is uh, yes. uh, the one thing we have been looking forward to um, 
bringing a guest in as, as you know, obviously the the fresh fish, the the fresh voice, but also we all get to gang up on one person and throw him into the torture chamber. Yeah. So mm, let this be a warning to all of you guys. If you're the ever uh, a guest on and the show, gals. your first time, guys and gals, your first session will always be in the torture chamber. And then next time you show up, you can torture one of us. That's just how it works. And so Joey is going to be in the torture chamber today. We are going to skip uh, Kibbit's Corner. This is Kibbit's Corner. And we've got three torture songs to play for Joey. And uh, I guess uh, let's get started on torture, shall we? Just like that? I feel like yeah. Right in. No. Right in. No, that's too bad. It's like getting jumped into the rolling right. 60s crips. <laughs> I feel like we didn't kibitz enough. Well, you want to talk some more? No. What's on your mind? <laughs> Let's chop it up case. real quick. Hold on one second. Hold on a second. Wait, so uh, Joey Ponchetti is yeah. a beautiful drummer. Joey Ponchetti is a beautiful friend of ours. Um, I was in a Joe in a Joe band for, for, for <laughs> a million years. It's called the Joe Band. And, and still am, truly, because it's Sweet 69. And uh, and uh, Joey, listeners have heard us talk about Joey a lot, heard Joey mentioned a lot, and also listeners have heard us talk about the Dalton Grant experience, Dalton Grant band, and uh, Joey and I played with Dalton for a million years in a number of different bands. And, Joey's uh, like, Aaron, this is yeah. my show. Yeah, Dalton so that's that's who Joey is, have his but that's chance. why I wanted to give him a, an intro to yeah, the fans. Joey yeah. knows where the bodies are buried. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> and we've we've all played together at one point yes, or another. Indeed. Yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah. Joey yeah. sat in with sixteen uh, with oh, uh, Mr. Kickass. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And kick. Oh yeah. Yeah. We've had many a laugh and tear together. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and more coming. Say, let's leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's an honor and a pleasure. And we are happy that you're here. We we appreciate Thanks, you man. coming because it's it's uh thank you. It's it's kind of a weird thing to be, to look forward to, and yet here you are. <laughs> Here I am. Like, you should see a psychologist kind of weird. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> That's the appeal of the show, though. <laughs> yeah, it well, is, in, in fact, another uh, another appeal of the show is Joey gets to watch us have our usual argument about who goes first. Mm-hmm. Since this is our first time with a guest, should we just go in our usual alphabetical Aaron first, Damon, sure. George order? You guys sure. good with that? Yes. Sure. That's fine. Right. It's easy. It's a less yeah. taxing conversation. Yes. <laughs> So I can cue up uh, Aaron's torture song right now. Oh shit! And uh, did we put him in the torture chamber yet? The the, the not yet. Yeah. We haven't gotten down yet. All right, <laughs> well, let's take him down to the torture chamber. Get, right. o- get over here, you. Woo, let's go. Torture chamber. Okay, I'm not gonna bullshit you. Okay. I don't really give a good fuck what you know or don't know, but I'm gonna torture you anyway. Suffer. I can feel it already. I see the sweat on his brow. Um, so yeah, Aaron's got a torture song for yes. Joey. Yes, and this I'm one start sucks. It. I'm going to start it right now. This sucks. This sucks. And you're about to find out. Don't you look? You just listen. All right, son of a bitch. You guys ready? It might start yeah. off with a, with an ad, Joey. We usually edit those out. Okay. So we have <laughs> a lot of sponsors, Joey. Yeah, <laughs> this doesn't pay for itself. No. <laughs> guys, ceiling fans aren't not free. the comedy bed. <laughs> Fuck no. George's glue habit. It, doesn't, it comes glue. at a cost. <laughs> All right, here we go. Cool. Solo cup is the best receptacle for barbecues, tailgates, fairs, and 
festivals and you, sir, do not have a pair of testicles if you prefer drinking from glass. A red solo cup is cheap and disposable. In 14 years, they are decomposable. And unlike my home, they are not foreclosable. Freddie Mac can kiss my ass. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, let's, let's take it. I want you to stop it. Okay. <laughs> and I want you to, I want you to pay attention <laughs> to the lyrics. <laughs> now, listen, okay. This is fucking Toby Keith. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, off the record, Clancy's Tavern from 2011, and it's, it was an absurdly huge record. Uh, sold millions of copies as the LP, of the LP, uh, and then <laughs> two and a half million copies in the states alone of this fucking hunk of shit. Now, <laughs> oh, now look, okay, so he's having he's having a laugh, he's having a good time, he's writing a song, an ode to a red solo cup. He's he's a man of the people, and he's letting you know that he likes to party. Now, yep. I don't have a problem with silly songs. In fact, <laughs> the country music is a beautiful place for silly songs. And there's, you know, the two best probably are Why Don't We Get Drunk and Screw, Jimmy Buffett, mm-hmm. Margaritaville, also Jimmy Buffett, Friends in Low Places, Garth, you have uh, Ain't Living Long Like This by Jerry Jeff. and Accidental Racist. <laughs> and the accidental racist. Not a party song, Which now. is hilarious. <laughs> Despite them encouraging everyone to have beers with each other. Different. Um, I was playing that at a Black Panther rally. It's five o'clock somewhere by Alan Jackson's another one. So, like, no stranger to raging and party songs. But <laughs> goofy, song, almost like novelty songs, right? Yeah. And so, yeah. like, this song offends me as a listener, but it offends <laughs> me as someone who spent more than half his life writing silly songs himself. I also write what I believe to not be silly song, but I put a lot of work into the silly songs that I have written and and done with Joey from time to time and Damon from time to time. Oh, yeah. So, like, where it f- offends me is a writer of silly songs. <laughs> Plus, Toby Keith's a legitimate fucking nightmare as a human who picks on women and is just a shit box. And people are like, oh, he's funny. He's a clown. So is fucking Idi Amin. So is fucking Trump. So is fucking Hitler. Fuck off. There's nothing. Toby Keith, Idi Amin, Hitler. <laughs> That's just Toby being Toby. Come yeah, on, he's guy. a musical Idi Amin. Uh, so <laughs> maybe you need a red solo cup drink. <laughs> when when and so when and so when uh, he had a disagreement with uh, Natalie Maines from the Dixie Chick, he 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 went out and just like fucking eviscerated her and used some really disgusting like sort of fascist sort oh, of no. tactics to like fuck her career up like a fucking baby would as some other people we know. Is he so, the genius who did that nine eleven? We're gonna put a boot in your ass yeah, song. The okay. same that that totally lines up. Then come on, it's the same. <laughs> and I will say this. Let me add. Let me say one thing more. There oh are, my, oh my Toby's not one of them, four writers of this song, <laughs> two sets of brothers, and two guys named Brett. <laughs> and all those fucking cunts, all I'll those fucking cunts, <laughs> all those fucking cunts, not one of them could not rip off fucking Jingle Bell Rock for the fucking lick. Fuck you. Is that, oh Fuck yeah, you. you're, you're irresponsible, like you're shitheads, and you're having a blast, you're having a good time, but not one of you said, maybe fucking change that dumb lick. So that's but, the repeated oh, lick man. that happens Aaron, all fucking song. You're right about the the uh, the lick. I didn't think of that but about the Jingle yeah. Bell Rock thing. But guess what? The verses. Have you guys ever heard the song um, "Dang Me" by Roger Miller? Yep. Yeah, Dang yeah. Me. Uh-huh. 
uh, oh, right, Ren right, had a purple yeah. and the ground had a purple. And he, it, right. it sounds exactly, I'm like, mm-hmm. is he yeah. covering Dang Me by Roger Miller? So oh, no. They, yeah, it's very similar. So not only is the guitar riff not original, nor is the melody, uh, the quote melody of this verse either. Or the idea of being laid back. Now he starts having fun with like moving thing, moving. Just let's fucking listen to this fucking Yabo, dude. <laughs> so Red so- is just, so I make it straight. Like about he's talking about cups. how, I don't know, like. Coastal elites. Is this about the song or is it about how much you hate Toby Keith? (laughs) It was first about the song. First about the song because I just hate the song. It's such a piece of shit. I'm very clear that we hate Toby Keith, but I haven't heard enough of I hate the song song so much. But again, it it offended me originally as a writer of silly fun songs. Silly writer. Okay. Where none of it is, none of it's legit. Like he didn't write it, but- he uh, is party to it and benefited from it. So it's also just a shit box of a song where they're ripping off everybody too. So not only is it not good or is it funny, but it is uh, unoriginal. And it should be said that at the moment, George and I are drinking out of red solo cups. It really is true. <laughs> I, don't know if I couldn't believe when I saw the name of it, I went, what? Yeah. All right. Because <laughs> Aaron, of the be ice, true. you know. Yeah. Oh, That's my God solo cup. Right. All right. Let's, now Aaron is triply it. annoyed by red solo cup. <laughs> <laughs> no, so like this, they they they're really aware of how clever they believe themselves to be throughout, which is another reason why it makes me livid. So let's just spin it now that you've heard my rap. So let's just it. It. let it go. Red solo cup. I fill you up. Let's have a party. Let's have a party. I love you, Red Solo Cup. I lift you up. Proceed to party. Proceed to party. Another one of those original <laughs> we, we party songs, you know? Like, They're just fucking like you and me and fucking other people who are fucking well, idiots. What, it's what no turn up the radio. What was the song we just did? Hey. <laughs> Watch it. Hey. Yeah, we've said, we've said so many... Off-color things on this about like you know just I don't even want to mention them but the list is is endless about real truly people that we we probably offended uh, on on just a racial level and a gender level and, and you name it and most of our fans get offended about if we make fun of a song like Autograph right that's the that's the big killer of this show yeah the only song I've ever gotten any kickback on from friends relations uh, and fans is well look man uh, fact is I love that song I'm not apologizing for it. <laughs> By you telling me that you are apologizing. People I I made music with feel that way. (laughs) I just defended Joey. I just defended Joey. He said, hey, look out. No, there's a song we just did last week. Sorry to ruin the surprise, Joey, for an upcoming episode that hasn't aired yet. But uh, someone else just said, hey, let's party. Oh, the Wasp song. Yeah, Wasp. Yeah. Blind in Texas. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of these guys who think by saying let's party that, like, that that's, gives it some sort of, like, legitimacy with the, with the fans. Yeah, they insist on telling you about it. And, yeah. and you know, there's there's wisdom to the notion, because, like, the idea is that, and country's rich with this, where, like, people are like, let's have a song called Day Drinking. Let's have a song called da-da-da-da-da. And, like, yeah. I don't give a shit. Pop music's just <laughs> as bad. But, like, sometimes they're clever, and sometimes that may, and that always makes for a better song. It doesn't seem to matter to the two and a half million people who fucking bought this fucking lump of shit. But it's well. You said you said it best earlier, and when you think you, it's clever, when you said uh, they the, don't. Like the, the I don't think they do think it's clever. I think that they don't. think that it's like it's right. just they want to fucking rage or they want to support this fucking yuts. Or just an easy way funny. to sell some records. It's a happy, I think fun so. yeah. party song, and yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess my yeah. point is like that. Aaron said earlier, like Garth Brooks, I got friends in low places. That's like a legitimately fun novelty kind of like I'm a I'm a 
he gets drunk in that song. Is that right? a silly song yeah. or not? <laughs> I think it's fun. It's a fun song, okay. and it's and it's yeah. all, it's a fun song. And in the same way that all those other songs that I listed are yeah. Margaritaville, Why Don't We Get Drunk and Screw? Those are all great, but the, are, this is are clever. This is this like is the, pa- the pale version of that. Like, I like how it my, the it's the same as those 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 douchebags who want, all want to be Van Halen, and none of them mm-hmm. come come close. I think this is the same. I'm making the same equivalency. I guess is my point. Yeah. All yeah. right, carrying on. Let's go. Okay. More of this gem. <laughs> Now I really love how you're easy to stack But I really hate how you're easy to crack Cause when beer runs down in front of my back Well that, my friends, is quite yucky But I have to admit With a stop and everything That's the Roger Miller song, I'm telling you That's dang me He's a fucking twat He's such a fucking dude. Who's playing the banjo? (laughs) Probably one of the Bretts <laughs> banjo Brett, me, me banjo Brett. <laughs> but yeah, Damon, they're, they're, he's sticking to a formula, a tried and true formula. Yeah, for sure. Get, get all the chicks dancing on the dance floor. Yeah. <laughs> but Roger Miller wrote be- better songs, I guess is my point. Like, yeah. I'd rather just listen to Roger Miller if I have to hear this kind of song. I have to admit yeah. that the ladies get smitten, admiring how sharply my first name is written on you with a sharpie when I get to hitting on them to help me get lucky. Red Solo Cup, I fill you up. Let's have a party. Let's have a party. What year is this? Uh, 2011. But it's timeless, too, you know? 2000, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, who doesn't like to party, right? And they're they're singing to me. I'm warming up to it, man. Fuck all you guys. This is my anthem, baby! I could ride this to the White House. (laughs) (laughs) Well, by the way, he uses a Sharpie, too. Of course. Just like uh, our former president. He loves Mm -hmm. his Sharpie. Good sniffing on those. Good huffing on a Sharpie. (laughs) (laughs) If I had a red solo cup, though, I'd I'd, I'd pack it with Chivas. This guy's drinking fucking shit beer. And, uh, (laughs) you know. <laughs> well, the, I I guess my my earlier question was like that's that's the thing is like the coastal elites use glasses and like coffee mugs and stuff, but he they, it's you know that's too it's, such, it's so highfalutin like, for him and his ch- chums. They have to stick with the red a soul. weird place to fu- such a weird hill for yeah a line to draw on to the sand. On. Like what you Asshole. you you socialists use use uh, exactly. paint glasses. Roger Miller, you sound like a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> all right and it's probably too long of a song too by the way it's about no. three and change but like we'll make it long because oh, we have to talk man. about it but change like, implies that it doesn't cross past like 30 past this is like 346 this is yeah. round in the mm-hmm. corner to four minutes all right here we go <laughs> i love you red solo cup i lift you up proceed to party proceed to party seen you in yellow but only you red will do for this fella because you are the abbot into my costello and you are the fruit to my loom Here we go now. red solo cup you're more than just plastic you're more than amazing you're more than fantastic and believe me that i'm not the least bit sarcastic when i look at you and say red solo cup you're not just a cup you're my you're my friend. 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 Yeah. friend. Those dummies in the background oh. are so fucking well, They're making it seem fun and like they're not yeah. multi-millionaires. Yeah. <laughs> Strike one, two, and three. Yeah. The the Bretts need to go back to acting school. 
<laughs> Those are his cronies, the, probably. Let's go back to I, the Brett board. Toby crony. <laughs> but there's a strike four. Isn't there four writers in the song? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the guy in the hole. Also, he, he's a third of the way there. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yikes. Thank you for being my friend. Red Solo Cup. Yeah! I fill you up. Let's have a party. And then was that, was, a, was that a key change? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no! <at> the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a professional songs, professional silly songwriters. Yeah. We went over this, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> you know that was a second bread oh idea. Second bread, <laughs> not banjo bread. The other bread. <laughs> yeah, the first bread's like that's a dumb idea. He said, like then a fox. Then we're for sure doing it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have to do it. Well, that clinches <laughs> it. Uh, I, I have one thing. I'm, I'm, I'm bumping. Like writer, uh, I'm bumping on the word proceed. Yes, seems like a big word. Yeah. Why not just say let's have a party? Like it? Does, why proceed? Why? They say to it's themselves se- that that makes them clever <laughs> for saying that because why it proceed? gives it. Yeah, it's like it's like them. Yeah. They're using it. Yeah, they're using a schmancy word. They're using a five dollar word at a fucking five cent buffet. <laughs> proceed. Where are you from, Boston? <laughs> uh, hey, Aaron. Yeah, you work for Lloyd Benson? <laughs> Did you did you vote for Lloyd Benson? Oh my gosh. You look like a Mondale supporter. Uh Aaron, did you say earlier I sorry if I missed it. Was this a hit? Fuck yes. yeah, dude. The, hit, the song alone sold like two and a half mil as a single. Okay, I th- I heard I know you mentioned the album. Yeah. I didn't know if the song the itself. album so the album sold like that's when albums were fucking selling like fucking hotsy totsies. It was uh, you know, I think it was in the in the seven mil range. Okay. And so and then the single, you know. I mean, he's all about boozing, and it's all, you know, again, I feel like a, the response to it would probably be, hey, man, it's a fucking party. What, you're fucking too good to have a fucking party? No, I, I want that to be clear. It's like, I ain't got a problem with that. I love fucking dopey country uh, party songs. Love it. And this ain't one. This dumb <laughs> and shitty. He happens to be a fucking tool, too, but I first hate it as it ain't funny, and it's trying to be, and they're real aware of themselves, and it doesn't matter, and it was a huge hit, so it offends me on all those levels it's, much more. It's manufactured fun. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. That's, that's a fucking great way to put it, because like one of the things that makes me the worst uncomfortable is manufactured enthusiasm, as we talk about like with office politics, like, all right, gang, come on, all right, woo! Uh, right, like, yeah, like, we the month. <laughs> yeah, like I do what? agree. And, yeah, that's definitely what this is. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes, that's Cat, Catherine accounting. Catherine accounting. You're a rock star for the month of April. <laughs> yeah. She, she had a she had a red solo cup. Let's have a party yeah, right. <laughs> in honor of Kath. Yeah. That's definitely on one of her playlists. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> oh her party playlist. Jim. All right, we still got oh, another yeah. like or silly song. I don't yeah. know which minute and change. Do we keep going here? Sure. Let's go. It really pretty much just ends as my memory of it but uh luckily that you'd think that they would sneak back in and they don't really <laughs> all right a little bit more and then we'll we'll move yeah, on it's, it's done so we should okay. hear it out no hearing it out means another minute oh well, i don't know <laughs> that it could listen to it by now yeah it's truly not that long <laughs> it's a 346 song and we're at 228 i think there's a lot of dead space at the end i think it's just that's uh, what i'm thinking okay. a lot of whooping yeah. and hollering mm-hmm. <laughs> when you know uh, it you Banjo Brett it. gets to shine. <laughs> Take it, Brett. <laughs> Have a party. I love you, Red Solo Cup. I lift you up. Proceed to party. So he's so proud of himself, too, you can tell. 
<laughs> do I hate to say it, but yeah. can, you can hear it in his voice, right? Yeah. Yeah. Proceed. Proceed. <laughs> Did you just say proceed? I'm going to proceed to kick your ass when I put this red solo cup down. <laughs> I said proceed like 37 times. That's a real record. By the way, o- over this, can't you hear, here, play it. Can't you hear them, this, this over? Good night, everybody. Get out and get those votes out for Donald Trump. <laughs> Vote early and often. Vote early and often. <laughs> Uh, Good night, I'm Toby Keith. <laughs> I've been your host. I've, I've been Toby Keith, and this is the Bretts. <laughs> Y'all raise your red solo cups. Yes. <laughs> All your cups uh, have the word bread on it. <laughs> huh. Shit. This is what you call a quandary. <laughs> I don't know who's in. That looked like you be or me be. Look, I was okay when you said proceed. I'm not too comfortable with you saying quandary. <laughs> I think that's a communist word. <laughs> Adam and Eve, not proceed and Steve. <laughs> All right. Are we done with this or what? Oh I am. I'm okay. Done. Did you get enough of that, Joey? Um, you know where that's going or you want some more? I see where it's going. I don't know if that's the um, the nature of being in the torture chamber. Do I need to? He wants uh, more. Give it to him. I, I, I don't. I really don't. I really don't. <laughs> but... I don't know. He was into this kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's into it. Oh, okay. I like to play with Let's the get rules. the gag then. But no, if, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Usually, our feeling is like we want to get the fuck out of here. And if the song keeps Let's repeating a chorus for a hundred years, well, we're just like, okay, we get it. Well, Aaron, you would know if there's anything else we need to hear. You would, no, no, you no. All the all of the worst has happened. <laughs> Don't ask George if something happens at the end of the song because he actually doesn't listen, listen to the whole thing. No way. Yeah. No way. I could listen to the thing. Okay. Oh fair, yeah, fair yeah. Enough. No, that was tough. It was tough. It right. was yeah. tough. Yeah, and his his. Fa- By the way, Aaron, like just his face in this shot. I don't know. Did you guys see this? No. He's super smarmy. I know what he looks mm-hmm. like. Yeah, here I'll just play like. it. You can see his his full. His... Looks like. Yeah. And he's a dick. He's an asshole. Just that 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 nine eleven song was so fucking yeah. reprehensible. And he's just a like a stone cold bully to women and it and an asshole and uh, Mr. Tough Guy who's yeah. of course probably nowhere near tough and. Yeah, it's all about the bullying with these guys, you know. Yeah, yeah. Do you wow. think he could so, write a silly song called "Stone Cold Bully"? <laughs> he didn't even fucking write this one. They didn't invite the fucking. They didn't invite Toby Keith to write this, or the Bretts had it fucking covered. <laughs> Woo! Okay. All right. Well, that was uh, Aaron's offering. Let me go. F- I gotta find. I because I believe mine is up next. I yeah. got. I got some some notes here. I have to dig out this Boom. Big stack Dukes. of papers. Um, nice work, Aaron. <laughs> nice work. Nice work. Yeah, it's a fucking earworm too. Sorry about that. Hopefully, these other two shitters will just destroy everything in your mind about it. <laughs> you know, it's funny because oh, yeah. I, I just heard that song yesterday. You did, did not really? On, really? On on Saturdays, I enjoy some Outlaw Country on Sirius XM. Of course, not you do. To, to, God, that's... give them a plug. <laughs> Why does that ever like pale in in and under those rad songs that they do play as well? They just slip just it in there like in the right context. I guess it's the wrong context. I don't know. If you filled up a but lot yeah. of red solo cups previously, it would be the context. <laughs> but that, I did not know the background of Toby Keith. That sort of that so bumps repre- me out. Reprehensible. It's one point of view. Yeah. Like the Outlaw Country Station on Sirius is is actually pretty cool. Usually, like you get your Willie and your you know all your old classic stuff and everything. Right. And uh, and then when they play these dickheads, you just go, yeah. "Oh, come on!" I agree. Really? I agree. In fact, there was there. I think they collapsed two country stations into <laughs> one when they were kind of reshuffling the the mm-hmm. channels over there. And I think there used to be a, a true outlaw country station, 
and then a bunch of dickhead modern country music. And this right. guy would have been on the dickhead station. Yeah. But then they just went, oh, well, one country station now, and they stuck them all together. I think. if I, I, I might be wrong, but... Well, it's one show in, in particular that I listen to on Saturdays. It's Shooter Jennings' show. Okay. Oh, right. he, okay. he does what he calls rock to country, blues to funky. So okay. it, it just runs again. Clever. It's very eclectic. I actually... This band, Mother Mother from Canada, I never heard about until he played them on the show. So I'm nice. a huge fan. But... um. Anyway, what were we talking about? No. <laughs> I think we're talking about silly songs was... versus bro country versus outlaw country. <laughs> yeah. I, Joey, I was in the process of shitting on one of your favorite shows. So let me continue. Come on. Let me <laughs> Just listen. Anyway. Continue. This is All right. Let's continue. So, no, by the way, please proceed. Yeah. <laughs> now, nice. That's called a callback, gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, bow, 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 bow. Uh, uh, George's having a hard time over there. Yeah, man. I'm having a hard time. This keeps Was I... Was I Joking about this? No. Okay. <laughs> so <Move> around a lot. <laughs> oh my god. We got to get George like a helmet, like a like a kid who who's constantly falling down. <laughs> if I had a desk like you, I'm over here on a weight bench with Joey. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my red solo cup? You sons of bitches. <laughs> uh, Socialist. Aaron, you can't see it. They're spotting each other as we as we record. <laughs> Trying to get them gains, boy. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I had to do this, you guys. It's actually a fucking miracle that this song has not been a torture song so far after 20 episodes, which is actually like, what is that? 40 songs, 40 torture songs, if you... If you count, you know, all the, the double double down on the 20 episodes. Not good nice math. math. Nice math. <laughs> and Not this, math. this song. Nice fucking math. <laughs> I know. Look at so, Mr. Brains over here. Mr. Calculator. See, what I did is I took 20 <laughs> and I multiplied it by two and I ended up at 40. You're a communist again. It's around 40. Anyway, point Got being. Johnny Texas Instruments over here. This to me. <laughs> this to me is like, uh, fucking we built the city. I don't know why I'm claiming it for my own. Let and, it rip. And I really uh, want Joey to enjoy this. So here we go. Damon's Torture. <laughs> I don't know what. Is this Phil Collins? Woo! I'll wait. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> this was on my list I gotta yeah, tell you I know. It's, on, it's on all of our lists and I grabbed it yeah <clears throat> it's We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel yeah. from his 1989 album Stormfront <laughs> and the the uh, other person we have to blame for this is Mick Jones from Foreigner who produced this album oh and he he gave this song the green light one of the only the few songs the few songs the few the proud songs of the 80s that mention thalidomide <laughs> Because they're not the limb and my right, 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 right. Jesus. Yeah, Thanks, I love the, the idea of kids at a, at a at a high school dance. You know, like you know, dancing to thalidomide baby <laughs> lyrics. God damn it! What an asshole! All right, let's listen for a little bit. What's funny, keep this in mind as the song is playing. What's funny is that <laughs> Billy Joel over the years, many times, many interviews, even I think in concert, has t- described how he doesn't even like this song. 
No one made him do it. Uh, yeah, he's not an he's not an idiot. He's Don't just responsible. But it's weird that a guy like of Billy Joel's stature. And by the way, this album had a bunch of other hits. It's not like it was mm-hmm. it was going to be a failure if he didn't. Mm-hmm. But and this was a fucking huge song. I get it. But if you didn't like the song, why did you put it out? Like you knew it was shit. You know why would you put put it out it's, for it's, money? <laughs> he doesn't. He didn't need the money at that point. That's my. Well, you know. I'm pretty sure that was his attitude after, like a year or two later. <laughs> right. Yeah. He didn't know it was going to be bad. Recording it and releasing. Yeah. At first, yeah. he thinks he's being a rock and roll Edward R. Murrow, and then right. when he reflects on it later, he goes, "I was a fucking rock and roll asshole. I, I didn't need to. Yeah. I it's like have done it's that. it's like Paul Stanley. Uh, Retroactive. Retroactively not liking, let's put yeah. the X in sex, when he obviously <laughs> liked it when he, when he was yeah, recording right, it. Right. Yeah. And he gave a shit, dude. Yeah. yeah. He gave a fucking, he gave a shit, Paul Stanley, in that song. It's fucking hard to do what he does. He gave a shit. Yeah. He just- <laughs> well, you got to when you step foot in a studio. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. You got to be confident. You want the word on the street to be strong. I'm Paul Stanley. <laughs> But he could have Billy just, Joel. He could have not brought the song to the studio. I guess is my point. <laughs> Play a little more. I, go ahead. Well, it was right. a massive hit. So, like, I think yeah. that the truth is like he's a, that when they all listen back to it. My take with this song would be like, man, is this an earworm? Man, is this going to be a hit? But God damn it, I can't believe it because now I'm labored with this thing. You know? Yeah. People are going to want to hear it, and luckily for him, it like I think the people don't want to hear it. And it's, it's people it's like weird. list songs though. They love it. They love to get all that list shit together. You know who likes this song? Chris Mason? Catherine McCounting. <laughs> she does. Because it makes her yeah. think. Yeah. It makes her think. And it's clever. Yeah. It's so clever. It's so like clever. the news, you guys. <laughs> but it has a beat. Yeah. Yeah, but she's Kath always has to repurpose hits into office informational songs, right? Like yeah. um, don't leave your food in the refrigerator <laughs> over the weekend because we'll throw it away. <laughs> That's you know. <laughs> Don't yeah. steal all the pencils. <laughs> we have to. <laughs> there is an Sorry audience. that I fucking threw fucking Chris Mason down the fucking shaft. I know. Well, shaft of that. <laughs> wow. We'll edit that out. I think that Chris Chris Mason has an excellent memory, which is why I think it was on my mind. He has an excellent memory and would know a list song. That's why. Done. Okay. You, 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 Chris Mason just got thrown down the torture steps, yeah. Uh, yeah, the torture like, chamber steps, and landed next to Joey's lifeless body. I want to go. Aaron, that might be a, need, a phone call you need to make later. Aaron, uh, hey, Aaron? Chris. Uh, yeah, hi. <laughs> Look, something happened on the show today. <laughs> hey, we haven't I talked in a while, bro. Um, <laughs> I want you to hear about it from me. Maybe just text him. I don't know. We were having fun. I said yeah. some shit. As you do. Look, look. all I have to say is fucking thalidomide, Billy Joel. Sorry. <laughs> Intimated you would like it. Aaron single-handedly making our subscribers drop off by the dozens. <laughs> all right. Into all right, here At we go. At least I got oh, my we... Dutch fans. What's up, yo? <laughs> <laughs> we got a, a Filipino uh, fan. Yeah. By the way. See? Ow! <laughs> International. Okay. Yeah. Go. Let's hear more. Only eight more verses. North Korea, South Korea, Maryland, Here's the thing. As I listen to these lyrics roll by, some significant historical events, most not. And I'm just thinking, who fucking cares? Who cares? Other than, this is one of my my usual uh, topics to explore. 
these fucking boomers, man, they can't stop talking about themselves and, and their, you know, their generational things and what was important to them. And I'm thinking, like, look, th- this is how the song came about. Sean Lennon, John Lennon's son, mm-hmm. was visiting Billy Joel in the studio. Mm. He brought along a friend who had just turned 21. Uh, Sean Lennon's friend had just turned 21 and they were chatting with Billy about, you know, hey, what, is, what it's like to turn 21 and what was it like when you were a kid, Billy? And and then the kid sort of innocently said as a kid would do, uh, yeah, but you grew up in the fifties. Not much happened back then. And he goes, are you kidding? Don't you know about it? And he says, <laughs> I oughta. Yeah. <laughs> Joe DiMaggio and Thalidomide. Come on. Come on. <laughs> you Lots scions of, of rock stars. Get off my lawn. Lots of things. <laughs> Elvis Presley. But but so he starts lecturing the kid about enlisting the things of, of this happened when I was a kid. And okay, fair enough. He was the kid was wrong about you know his life his life being boring or no, non-eventful. But it's still he still doesn't want to hear Billy Joel's bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. So the people that care about this song are people Billy Joel's age, who I think are probably in their early forties at this point. Not a fucking twenty year old kid. I guess I was wrong because probably a lot of 20 year old kids bought this song. You know how tired this would make somebody Billy Joel's age? Like you put the song on, he gets into that first verse and they're looking for fucking stiletto or piano man. They got to listen to this camera. What the fuck is he on about? On CD. What the fuck? Is there any sax in this? (laughs) (laughs) Just wearing me out. What what year is this? 89. 89. Okay. Yeah. And by the way, I'm glad you brought that up because this also falls squarely into my late eighties versus yeah. early eighties argument. Cause yeah. I, everyone, all of us, I'm going to assume liked Billy Joel. Look, if you like Billy Joel through the eighties, that's fine. Love Billy. Uh, this will be your last time on the show, <laughs> but that's, that's cool. No. Um, I, I, I think we all can agree that we all like Billy Joel up through like the mid eighties or something. And then he kind of fell off that Phil Collins right. cliff of just like, I can't think of one song that he did in, in like the last half of the eighties that I care about at all. There's Did he write anything stuff, good? But this is not the this is not the Joel cast. It's not the Joel hole. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brett. And this uh, is the Joel. <laughs> Matter of trust is a jam, though. Yeah, One, two, two evil. Uh, it's the well, it's not the Joel hole. It's the Joey hole. Yeah, thank you. Actually, the Joel hole is a fucking thing, by the way. I just remember why that was in my mind. That is a podcast where they talk about Billy the Joel. Joel. They spell it H-O-E-L. Fuck yeah, they do. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's good. Joel. By the way, speaking of podcasts, there is a podcast that's probably up to about, I, I looked it up, I don't remember exactly. I think it's around 80 episodes, 85 or something. It's called, it's called the We Didn't Start the Fire podcast. Every episode is devoted to one of the lyrics in this song. Oh no. Whether it was like, you know, the Suez Canal Trouble or in the uh, Suez. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. No way. Does it come with a gun? <laughs> <laughs> they devote an entire podcast to one line? Each or yeah, one little little episodes. nugget of a lyric. Eighty episodes. Like uh I don't like the the Thelmeldehyde. What is it? The Lilamide. Like Thelmahide. Lily Hammer? So they talk two hours about thalidomide and then two hours about Marilyn Monroe yeah, and yeah. two hours about the Suez Canal. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. So, Oof, boy, that's... Yeah. It's a history podcast and they have that hook of doing all the, the Billy Joel lyrics. Okay. Which I think was a bad idea. That's a good... It's no ear and loathing. <laughs> it's no ear and loathing, guys. See, <laughs> oh, one guy's in the torture chamber. <laughs> it's like, get an idea, you guys, okay? <laughs> oh, boy. You're in the right, Eisenhower vaccine. England's got a 
Liberty DeVito was one of the Billy Joel band guys who survived the 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 uh, the cuts because uh-huh. he, he he excised a couple of his original band members just before oh, this album. Well, that sad uh, documentary, Liberty Vito gets kicked out by telephone or text or whatever because right. oh, he brings up money. He <laughs> yeah. brings up money later, and uh, that's <laughs> the right. whoopsie doosie. So you, know, you don't do that with the in the Joel hole. <laughs> I gotta say that is one of the redeeming things about this song. Certainly, is just picturing him back on jumps laying down. It's such a simple beat, but yeah, he's so powerful. I love him. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. He is, he is one of the greats. I love him. Liberty! Liberty! <laughs> um, okay, so, oh, yeah, so we just heard this, the, the line, Santa Yana Goodbye. And it, mm. and it just, it reminds me that Billy Joel, like, in this song, the, the, one, the lines he shouts out, other than <laughs> JFK blown away, what else do I have to say? <laughs> the, the, all the lines he shouts are th- the most bizarre choices for shouting out lines. What is that line you said? I don't know what even means. Santa Yana goodbye. I don't know what that means either. I didn't even look it up. It, I thought it was funnier if we didn't know what it is. Does anyone know what that means? <laughs> it sounds like it's a cult and people kill themselves. So they pull if if, if you kill yourself because of the old Santa Yana goodbye. Is, I'm just did you just make that, that up? up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just made it up. <laughs> <laughs> the old Santa Yana goodbye. Yeah. Sure. See, the or it's like a bo- it's like coming a, it's over a, the Rockies. It's a boning position. <laughs> <laughs> it's a drink that they serve in Key West. <laughs> Here it is. It's uh, it's the last standing uh, mission, uh, uh, the Santa Yana. Santa Yana on the twenty one missions of yeah. Father Huda Paracera on the road. But the the ones the, this the the lines he chooses to shout out are Santa Yana goodbye, tr- trouble in the Suez, <laughs> trouble in the Suez, right? Belgians in the <clears throat> Congo. No. And rock and roller cola wars. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> right, rock and roller cola wars. I can't take it. Right. Yeah, those are the it. shout lines, which I find ridiculous. Now that he does the JFK line too, and I think, okay, that's a big enough historical event that you can shout about it. Okay, mm-hmm. but Belgians in the Congo, I still haven't figured out what that. I had to look that one up, and it was oh, basically- you know, Santiana. By the way, is there's a guy that he's the man who said only the dead have seen the end of war. And that uh, who cannot people who can't remember history are doomed, deemed to repeat it. But he died in 1953. So he's he's saying he's all all he's, all Billy is saying is that goodbye. Santana died in died in 53. <laughs> so you. we're up Thanks, to 53, Bill. obviously in the chronological. He wow. just pulled out the obits or what? Yeah. <laughs> well, can I ask this because what I remember one thing I remember about this song was that there was a controversy. I remember seeing it on the news. Then I'm going to say. About where else would you see it, George? The news, I'm going to say, is if I saw it on a billboard. <laughs> George is always reading the Wall Street Journal. What? I don't know what <laughs> glasses on. Um, Suspenders. <laughs> um, th- there was a big thing about whether this just came to him or he, he really worked on it and looked at, you know, went and got, you know, not Wikipedia back then, but went through a history book and purposely structured this, or he just thought of all this in his head because mm-hmm. it was in his head. And I remember them asking him about that. And he claimed that he just thought of all of it from his life. And Surely story, no one considered Lennon, that. Con- maybe it's true. <laughs> yeah, once, once that, How was that controversy? Was it was then. I'm it? telling you, it was then. Because, well, because it's a very, I mean, this is Whether a, or not it was stream of consciousness, is that what you mean? Yeah, it's not a usual song. I mean, you'd have to really go through this and make sure the years were correct and you were saying the right, right? And within each decade, I guess, he's covering. I mean, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I-, I he, You'd have to do that. If you, if you could remember all this in your head, I mean, you think he knew he knew Sonny on a goodbye in his head? Maybe. 
I mean, he, he, it's year by year if you listen yeah, to it. And yeah. that, he has to skip some, skip some years sometimes, mm. but um, it's, it, he does it in chronological order. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. I never even considered yeah. that. Right. Well, wow. that's what the controversy He's sort of doing the, 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 <laughs> okay. the fucking Bob Dylan subterranean only it's a timeline, right? He sort of, yeah. is that kind of his vibe? Yeah. All right. He, so again, he's like going, it's like uh, the people who did MacArthur Park listening to Day in the Life saying, I got one in me. Yeah. <laughs> So even yeah, he thought he had like a, Billy Joel. Yeah. one of those stream of consciousness. Dylan, this is right. This song is like if Dylan, you know, hit his head and had amnesia. It's like if Dylan stopped <laughs> taking coke. <laughs> <laughs> Just read the paper. <laughs> All right, so carrying on here. Carrying on. I have like a visceral, almost physical reaction every time he comes back into one of these verses because me too. It's, <laughs> I just start to go, oh god. And you think that uh, was it you who said like this song is it never ends? It's like the constant verses, right? Um, I didn't say that. Oh, but, okay. But I agree with it. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I wouldn't say, say it. that. And you can especially here's the weird part. Like when he does the JFK line, you think, all right, that's kind of wraps it up. We're done. He's got like two more verses yeah. after that. Yeah. I thought that was a good place to end. Nope, I got I got a lot more shit to 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 sing about. All right, here we go. about the Suez that you got to oh, well. shout about it with gravel in your voice. I was going to say, so gravelly. In the Suez. <laughs> Take it easy. It's a fucking canal. The people who died there digging it didn't care that much. <laughs> they were okay with it. Yeah, take it easy, Bill. Uh, yeah, that's the, uh, the trouble in the Suez line is, is great just because it's, it's so out of, it's so weirdly out of context and, and the, um, the motion he states is, is just weird to me. Okay, so... Um, and another thing that that popped into my head as I was listening to it is this is the type of song that 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 morons like Jimmy Fallon love to, <laughs> to the point where he did a parody of it. Like a lot of people have done parodies of the song. Oh yeah, I mean countless Doctor Demento parodies, and then there was a, Simpsons did it, and you know Catherine Accounting, every douchebag in her life probably did it. Um, oh, and of course after uh, some guy tweeted after after um, COVID started, and then all of these these lyrics uh, covid lyrics to the tune of Whedon's are the fire started getting going viral and stuff so it's been done a lot but the jimmy fallon one in particular was the 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 avengers do, they were doing like an avengers we didn't start the fire i hadn't seen it it's don't it's Ugh. so fucking lame and that guy is so lame but it's guys like jimmy fallon and me in, in this case billy joel think <clears throat> it's so interesting to just list things Mm-hmm. And if there's a poignancy to the list, like like you said earlier, Aaron, like Bob Dylan can list things, and there's kind of a a through line. There's a poignancy. it's also a bit of nonsense with, I mean, and Bill, uh, you know, Bob Dylan. I mean, that's words were are, those words are fun together. I think was more Bob Dylan's position, right? Yeah, he read it, into it, 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 but it, it was, he's trying. But Bill's trying to do a thing. Well, it, yeah, Dylan's might beat poetry kind of right, right, uh, right, right, to a tune. Um, it, and that, but this is just Billy Joel listing shit that he remembers from when he was a kid. Yeah. Which yeah. is it? Subterranean Homesick Blues, where he's flipping the signs. Yeah, yes. you can't no, really do that. You could do it to this song. 
Yeah. <laughs> Last one, Suez Canal. <laughs> but, by the way, the video's like super, super strange. Did you guys see that? It looks like fire stock. He, he has fired behind the bottom. He's sitting at a desk. Or yeah, something. but but the, but it starts. It follows this family as they bring home their baby. They're all kind oh, of like oh. in a one room apartment, right. and Billy's in the apartment the whole time. But he's singing to him. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, singing to him. I guess when they're when they're you know whatever they're doing in the apartment, Billy's there to observe it. You know, they're um, the family, and Billy is more of a sense of history, right. <laughs> omnipresence. Yeah. He's, um, he I want to go back to that you uh, when you mentioned you not, not pitched it wasn't your idea when you said uh, we didn't start the fire Avengers yeah. I got acid reflux yeah <laughs> just it came right up into my throat like I need to take a tagamet yeah <laughs> <laughs> I just so my face just went, brought you what a terrible and, okay, pitch and Jimmy Fallon <laughs> you would think between Jimmy Fallon's team of writers and let's say Marvel writers or whoever they could all get together and come up with a chorus that's sort of like uh has something to do with the avengers um you know what the chorus of it is because it's all it's all like the, the verses are all hulk is green and and you know iron man and they're just saying the names of the superheroes okay, and stuff right, yeah. and then they get to the chorus you know what the chorus is but we didn't start the fire it was always burning since the they don't change the lyrics it's just the li- the chorus of the of the no, billy joel that's song that's not funny is it <laughs> no it's not funny jimmy, at all hey america i hate to break it to you jimmy fallon joke? is not funny hey america i know it's tough to hear hey america please please america's please. love affair with put jimmy your fallon. red solo cup down and realize jimmy fallon is not funny <laughs> proceed to parties all that's all you gotta proceed do to don't hassle it. Why are you hassling it so much? Is my easy. question to you. Pretty... <laughs> Just laugh. Just laugh, man. All right, more Billy. Are we in the sixties yet? <laughs> How much decade are we? Uh? I think we got up to like nineteen fifty-eight at this point. Ooh, okay. Trouble in the Suez. <laughs> <laughs> And again, that position of, hey, it's not our fault. You know, we didn't, it was, yeah. you know, it was always, go, all this bullshit was always going on. But you can't try to improve it or anything, or it's just kind of like, no, we just kind of go along with it. I we're, don't we're like fucking those boomers. lyrics. The, we didn't start the fire. We didn't light it, but we're trying to fight it. So, so are they? Is that what it's, yeah. is that the lyrics? Yeah, I, those lyrics. Yeah. yeah. So, 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 but the fire, so, so the fire. The fire of history. So there's still what, a what fire. I don't. The fire. The fire still burns. Yeah. The fire after the fire. The fire still burns. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that song. So what? So what's it? What's, ah, what's, yeah. what's the? But what's the fire? What's the fire? The the. Hey, he, where's the fire? <laughs> hey, Billy describes it as like as uh, in one of the interviews I read that it's it's always been a mess. You know, it's well, just the world's a mess. It's always been a mess. Uh-huh. So it's it's, it's, it's a fire. raging inferno of history on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Right. <sighs> it's like being beat up, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah, Aaron, you're kind of right. Like torture. now that I'm thinking about it, like the, fu- the, the ever burning fire is, I've always kind of thought of that as like the, the positive thing. Like the, there's right, always the fire, hope because yeah. the fire is still burning, but don't let the fire go out. Yeah. No, the Olympic torch and all that stuff. No, so you're trying to fight the fire. Well, jo- Billy Joel's version is the opposite. He, mm. he completely missed the mark on this one. I, yeah. I don't know what it, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I feel, I feel like I'm crazy. Yeah. Did anyone? Okay, admit it, George. You're, mm-hmm. You especially are guilty of this. Did yes. you like this song at the time? I did not. I never liked. It. Okay. Didn't buy it. 
you love. Well, you're not allowed to say yet because you're straight up. Now tell me, Paul Abdul. I'm going to sit still for I, this shit. I would listen to Forever Your Girl forever before I heard this song. <laughs> I, ever. This would have worked on me. <laughs> because you were somebody's Forever Your Girl. So I was. To someone I was. that made sense. It, still am, really. it applied to you. <laughs> oh. All right. Still going here. There's going to be a point in the song where they just keep singing the chorus over and over again. So, But I think we have to get through all the, the great lines. All the we got to JFK. JFK is going to be blown no, we're away. We're in 1958. It's a Suez. Air Jesus long. Christ. Here we go. <laughs> I don't think you could just say California baseball. Oh, I know. that's what because they that? moved. I guess it's oh, it's oh maybe that's the where Brooklyn the teams Dodgers moved. moved. Again, okay. yeah, it's in all sixty-two. It's all Billy Joel centric. He's a fan of probably of the Dodgers, and they when he was a kid and they moved out. It's all about Billy and his little his Tis. little. Billy insists we talk about baseball all the yeah. time. Jesus, I love it too, man. Goddamn, California baseball. <laughs> you can't just. Say... What do you mean the Dodgers are moving? You can't just say baseball. This is crazy. <laughs> Why is he saying about the San Diego Padres? <laughs> hey, the Giants the moved. The Giants moved. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, again, you just, you start to get go like oh, when he starts um, in again. Can can I, I I see if you guys feel this way? I I don't think the problem is the verses. The, the verses are. I'm going to say interesting because there's different words and you can hear them and you can make them out pretty well and go, Oh, I remember that it's the chorus is over and over the same thing. And it's this unnecessary. You don't need that there. You don't need the chorus that many times. That's my problem. The chorus holds me up. The verses. All right. I, okay. I kind of get it. George, you and I have a very different definitions of interesting. Okay. Maybe, but that's my point. I asked, well, that's your, so do you agree? Anyone else agree or no? Look at your foot. Well, I don't choices. know. The, the chorus, the, the repeated chorus is really tough to take. And it's and, not and, and good. It, it's not a good an, chorus and it's the same it beat. And there's the no same. reward. There's no reward for right. the list. Right. Exactly. Like, that's, my reward you for the said list it like, I was trying to say that. You're yeah. right. Yes. That's yeah. what I was I'm, trying I'm to say. getting flicked in the nuts as soon as you finish <laughs> with your list. Not only is there no... I should have said it that way. Not only is there no reward, there's actually a punishment. <laughs> And it's, it's another list. Yeah. <laughs> Asshole. It never ends. So you're saying like you're getting flicked with the left finger and then the right finger is just punching the nuts. It's like flick, flick, flick. Bow. He tells flick, you, I promise that I won't flick you with this finger in the nuts anymore. You're like dynamite. And the flick hurts worse. Yeah. Here comes. Yeah. So we're back in another verse here. <laughs> <laughs> Who's upset about Belgians ever? Yeah, well, here's the funny thing about, I had to look up the Belgians in the Congo line. And because I thought, well, maybe, you know, Congo maybe it was line. like the kind of. Uh, oh, yeah, Congo, Congo line. <laughs> it was Belgians doing a Congo line. That was a great time in our history. But, no one likes that. Because I thought. remembers that. <laughs> This was still the maybe still the era of like uh, when uh, what's it called like the the British Empire and, and all that right, stuff right, right? Yeah, yeah and yeah, they still yeah. owned some other countries and stuff sure. 
And uh, I thought, well, the Belgians probably had their fingers in the Congo and maybe they, there was a big revolution or something. No, this was the year that, yes, the B- Belgian did. Uh, <laughs> it was their territory. They considered it their territory. No, this was the year they, they signed them away and said, oh, you guys are independent now. So, so they're really not in the Congo at all. Yeah, they're, it's, they're actually Belgians out of the Congo should be the line. Well, Bel- <laughs> Belgians out the Congo. <laughs> by, by the way, as a result of that line, Belgians <laughs> up your Congo. <laughs> Again, that's another sex position. Got the Santiana oh, con- goodbye. Got the Belgian up the Congo. Come on, baby. Let's do the Belgian Congo. <laughs> oh, it hurt my leg last time. No. Uh, uh, by the way, because of that line, this record, huge in the Congo and in Belgium. Huge. Another million. George, there. I, I swear to God, I'm not making this up. I, I, this, I'm glad you said that. This, this song was, was top 10 or at least like top 15 in almost every country it was released. Number one in the U.S., by the way. Mm. The one notable exception where it was like number 49 or something, Belgium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they get name checked. When do they ever get talked about? Ever? Yeah. yeah. They yeah. finally get a Belgian song in the top 10. Six foot four and full of muscles. Isn't that, uh, <laughs> is that what a part of the, but that's nice. the. Muscles, uh, Brussels. Yeah. Yeah. Brussels, muscles, right? <laughs> Bruges. Bruges. <laughs> Okay. Other um, than the waffles in this, you know, not really even a lot of mentions. <laughs> Belgium's up the Congo. <laughs> <laughs> Actually exhausted from the song. Yeah. Right it's this chorus. It's like being beaten like this over. And over. <laughs> no. We have we have Joe's right. So there's one, two, fucking three. <laughs> Three more full verses after this chorus. With like with fucking no shit. He should have done the five the, choruses. The yeah. verses go fast. He should have done two at a time. And then a chorus. Yeah. Yeah, and he easily could have. 50, well, he does 60, that at the back 60, half. 70. He does that. He could bro. Someone oh. came to their senses. My math works differently. I would have done one at a time and got rid of three. Okay. <laughs> Just in general. Yeah, like, cozy, cozy 258. Yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe they did cut. The first or two. Yeah, right. <laughs> I had a paper route. He's like starts getting into all starts, the, the starts details. In the 20s. Starts in the 20s. Yeah. When his parents were born. <laughs> Mom was born in Michigan. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we're already five minutes in and his mom was just born. <laughs> Start over all the cavemen, dinosaurs. <laughs> Yeah, fucking Jimmy Fallon. We just did your fucking job for you, guy. <laughs> All right. Um, Let's see if we can get through a whole verse without commenting. Well, yeah. Let's see. All Let's right. see. Joey's producing the show now. Thank you. <laughs> Somebody had to come in here and kick our asses. <laughs> I have some feedback for oh, the show. Another county heard from. <laughs> I'm glad you brought this up, guys. All right. <laughs> All right, here we go. I, you're right, Joey. Let's get the fuck through this song. I thought there was going to be like we were almost done. There's going to be a lot of courses, and then I would have cut it off for sure. But I didn't know there was three verses left. But what are you going to do? I didn't write it. Billy did. No. 
no! <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you the go. I, I saw that. Say, what else do I have to say when there's two more fucking verses and five more verses yeah. that he does have to say? Aaron's exactly right. That's like why you didn't end the song right there doesn't make any sense. But there's another thing you guys have to know about. <laughs> You've heard a few stories about the songs and Aaron and I used to write to- together when we were yeah. in high school. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think Aaron knows where this is going. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Aaron, you might have to uh, you know, kind of fill in the blanks on this because I don't remember exactly. But Aaron and I had this fantasy that we're, I guess this were as awful as anybody because we were considering writing our own We Didn't Start the Fire parody. But this was right. back when the song came out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was 1989. And, yeah. and, and we, didn't, we didn't follow through with it. But the only line remaining that I remember, it was going to be instead the whole of, thing was going to be about, about happy, happy days. days. <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> the the one, the, all the songs that Yeah, what about a television show that took place in the fifties? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, okay, that's I don't remember a lot of these, but the one memorable thing of the entire thing was the one lyric I remember. It, it was, it was <laughs> right, right. It was. <laughs> Mr. C blown away. What else do I have to say? <laughs> Why would he be shot? Why would he shoot Mr. C? <laughs> Joni has a broken heart. <laughs> the, the Mr. C blown away episode is a very special episode very special. with the piano music the and everything. Oh, God. Red kicks me in the shins. Pinky <laughs> yes. Tusker Darrow. Uh, it would have been fucking good. Yeah, maybe. Well, if, if you're if you're leading with the Mister C's blown away line, then yes, yeah. I would love to hear that that finished uh, tapestry that we were we were going to create. But I'm I don't know. So much more. So much. Has anyone done a, <laughs> so has anyone done a parody about how long this takes? And one of the shout songs is "We're on the 1964." <laughs> Three more verses left. By the way, I guess it's inevitable, but we're actually writing one right now. (laughs) That's how it happens. We give them them a little disease and we got it. Damn it. All right. Carrying on. I'm sorry. I had to stop for Mr. C's blown away. Okay. Okay. You can't fight City Hall. Give him the respect he deserves. Yeah, now he's sort of leaping through the decades. Which Good. Is, yeah, he, he's not he's not you know, drilling down on on. Because you start s- recognizing every every once in a while, you're like, oh shit, I know that's the '68, so we're going yeah. to '88. <laughs> he's about to say Russia's in Afghanistan, and then he goes right into the the last one, so we can just let it roll. Okay. All right, now... What's he got to put Cola Wars next to these, like... Well, Cola Wars were the, were the last straw. <laughs> that's it. That's I'm what puts me over the edge. <laughs> that's the, the one thing he Pepsi can't take challenge. anymore. That's it, finally. Glenn Fry doing a Pepsi ad. It was just... just... <laughs> hey, guys, I got a big nut. It's a million dollars. With Reaganomics, my parents just can't... <laughs> can't get up. I, yeah. I can pay for everything, they you know? They got some nut over there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Just looking at all this fucking terrible stuff, and somebody goes, "Hey, you want to come over here and taste the soda?" What do you mean? <laughs> well, we want to see if one's better than the other. 
<laughs> that's it. I'm fucking jumping out the window. He just says, that's, <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah, Joey's okay. right. Like that. That's the no thing that finally pushed him over there that he can't take it. <laughs> it wasn't Kennedy's it's like, Some people prefer Pepsi and some people prefer Coke. What a bummer. Um, <laughs> that's our takeaway from the song. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> had it up to here with Soda Wars. <laughs> By the way, to your point, Damon. Yeah. Uh, guess what? The seventies and eighties get the short shrift here. <laughs> Right, because he that's not because because by the way, Billy was rich by then, and those weren't his problems anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like the point, the very good point that Georgie psychologically, made, uh, uh, Georgie said a couple of episodes ago, where like it's the um, you you stop you stop growing the moment that you get uh, famous, uh, right. famous. But yeah. in Billy's case, he was just like he reflects on that time so dearly, and that's that's the only thing that truly matters. So he's going to give that all his action, and then just barely mention the fucking Cola Wars and fucking Menachem Begin, right. <laughs> <laughs> I told him it's it. a short trip, you know. <laughs> Fucking Bernie gets getting Sally shot. Ride doesn't get shit. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, um, I'm surprised there's no "Where's the Beef" in there. Was that clear <laughs> 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 uh, So that, that's it. We don't have to hear anymore. That's that's like 50 choruses after that. There's still a minute left, and I'm not going to subject you to that anymore. We all know what okay. happens. It's yeah. a good, right. good shout line. It's a very good. Okay. Oh. Um, oh, that is tiring. Yeah, <laughs> I had to take off my fucking jersey. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing the lyric sheet for this song, and right when he said, um, "You get to the bottom," and it says, "What else do I have to say?" But you look to the right, and there's a little arrow going more over. Over in the corner. Over. Apparently, oh, a lot. There's six pages here. Front and back. <laughs> A yeah, this that that's just that's just fucking. I, I don't get. I never didn't get the song at the time. I don't get it now. It's just I don't get why people. And by the way, if you go to the YouTube channel, I know there's a lot of sort of half wits out there, but a lot of people still love this song. Unironically, you know, those the parodies that they hear are are actually just like ch- a cherry on top of a song they already love. True. It's it's just it's 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 disgusting. Yeah, I absolutely love Billy Joel. Uh, uh, As in do a big I. Way, in, a, in a big way, and like, and it's, and at the time, I thought this was played out. Like, what is this? <laughs> Shut <laughs> up! <laughs> just wears you out. Just he's, he's just like wears you out. Yeah. Just, fuck. I I remember like when it came out and the reaction I would hear when it, whenever it would come on, like I don't know, you some you'd hear it in a supermarket or something. You just kind of stop and like look at the speaker and go. This <laughs> puzzled, head. like yeah. what is going on? And go right our to liquor Josh Pickering, right to liquor our boy, <laughs> our boy Josh Pickering is in a beautiful uh, uh, Joel cover band called uh, Heart Attack. Ack, 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 ack. <laughs> They're fucking mm-hmm. awesome, like really, really good. And Legit. I bet you that they never. I bet they just never did this song because they do everything. They'll run the gamut. But I'll bet you they were like, "Fuck no." God, I'd I hope be curious. Have to. Yeah, I'd be curious to know because it would be tough to not do justify or to justify not doing the song since it was so popular. But you know, maybe, Josh has good taste. Maybe he just says, "Hey, audience, eat it." Well, they just know deep cuts off the stranger. We're not going to do fucking yeah, right. We need to start the fire. Yeah, but maybe they have it holstered just in case somebody demands to hear it. <laughs> if you got five hundred, in case we'll do Kath this. is yeah. five hundred averse, and we'll and in your honor, right, right, yeah. <laughs> Kath always comes up with a wad of, of singles and, and like it's, it's like seven singles. Do you singles. guys know we didn't start the fire? <laughs> guys, tip if you do, we didn't start the fire. Uh, it's my favorite. There's, there's eight All of us singles? in the band. That's not even a dollar a person. Um, <laughs> hey, it's the father of our country. Come on. <laughs> who's, who, who remembers, uh, of course, uh, the Catalina wine mixer from um, Step Brothers? Sure. 
from Step Brothers, the Catalina oh, Line right. Mixer. Yeah, yeah. And it remembers Horatio Sands, and he's in a Billy Joel cover band. Oh, yeah. And a fight starts because some guy's yelling a bunch of 80s songs. Sir, we only do the 70s. We're called. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it only 80s? What does he do? It's only 80s? I don't, I don't remember. I can't remember if it's only Something 70s like or only 80s. I think he only does 80s. That's all they do is 80s because yeah. they're called Uptown Girl. I think it's the name of the, it's yeah. the, name of the act. And someone's yelling, the stranger, and he's like, we only do 80s, sir. That resonates with me, but not in a funny way, because that's that's that kind of fucking shit I deal with every weekend. <laughs> yeah. You guys don't know Don't Stop Believing." Oh. No, we know it. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew gets said, uh, here you go. <laughs> we know it. We just don't like it, and we don't like you. Um, all right, so let's get into some some George yeah, uh, some I'm a, George I'm, Torch. I'm going to send you guys a, a, a text now with some lyrics. Okay, including uh, Joey. Oh uh, yeah, I think we. It's okay because we're going to hear it now, so it's fine. Okay, yeah, because we're going to hear it. Right all right, ready? Send it after I start it. I already sent it. Okay, well, Joey, don't look at your phone. Mm. Not looking. Okay, and so we? and so this is because some of these are in a different language. Mm -hmm. Some of the lyrics, so you'll maybe want to you know follow along. Okay. Although I think you'll get the idea no matter what. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Gerardo. <laughs> Gerardo. Is it Gerardo or Gerardo? Gerardo. It's 1988's. Uh, Gerardo. Rico, Rico Suave. Which means rich and smooth. Yep. <laughs> Oof. And um, we'll do a little, let's listen and we'll maybe do a little yeah. background. Who knows? Right. Oh my God. <laughs> George, I think you, I think George very quietly came to life in, 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 in certain parts of the 80s and in the 90s. He's got. He's very well versed in these kinds of songs. Yeah, that is <laughs> Mr. Metal, yeah. fucking Mr. Metal over here. I know it all. I know it all. Yeah, Mr. Okay. Sunset Strip. <laughs> got no space for Paul Dano, but you're all over the place with all this other yeah. fucking you're shit. All over, you're all over with with with. You're all over with Gerardo <laughs> Mejia. <laughs> Interesting. I was here a little more. Yeah, follow I, I, along. I, it starts in Spanish, so you'll follow along. Then you'll tell because you'll be able to understand the English because he'll be saying it. Okay. <laughs> I just picture George at the at the Tower Records on uh, on Sunset Strip. Yeah, and he's got a big stack of, of albums he's buying. He's got okay, I got a Motley Crue here. Got the new G and R. He's saying all that out loud some, so everybody sees. Yeah, he's saying, and, and then he goes, "That's Paul Abdul." And forever. Yeah. By the way, just, you put this Paul Abdul underneath all of them. Price check on Paul Abdul forever, your girl. <laughs> By the way, uh, shut up, shut up, dude. It's from it's from my girlfriend. Yeah. My, my chick's crazy for it. You, by the way, Damon, you are completely right on. Really? Except it was singles. And I'd go every week, yeah. and I would go through all the singles and pick out all the ones that I liked, yeah. and then edit a few that I wouldn't buy. But I was working at MCA Records, and I wanted to know about everything, mm -hmm. so I educated myself. The, the old I was working at MCA Records and I had to know everything. I was trying to learn the business. Saying. You know, I've hit songs, a hit song, you know. Sure. Did I have, you know, you 2 next to uh, The Perfect Way? Sure. <laughs> Scritty Politty, you know. Scritch Politz. Sure. sure, you know, so I had it all. And uh, I was not a fan of, of uh, Gerardo's, but, you yeah. know, I think it's a terrible song. Let's hear some more. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Rico. Suave. Seguro que 
oído que yo soy educado Soy un caballerito, un chico bien portado Un joven responsable y siempre bien vestido Yo no sé quién ha mentido I don't drink or smoke and it's the dope But I know coke, you ask me how do I do what I cope What's his look? I didn't do the video because, I, you know, we, we don't want to do videos. You did do the video. Oh, I did. I'm sorry. looking at the okay, video. Okay, sorry. Well, it's <laughs> George's uh, impeccable research. Impeccable research again. Once again. The, it, he's got the leather jacket, no shirt. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I'm looking at him going like, he's got the, the, the Axl Rose bandana. Yeah. And then he's got the open shirt and the leather jacket. <laughs> Like, was that a thing? Like, did guys walk around dressed like that in, like, Miami or something? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had a shirt on because I just don't have the body. But, I, yeah, I, I mean, I dressed like that before he did. But, yeah, yeah I, everyone Burbank. walked around. Huh? Yeah, in Burbank. Well, I was, Hollywood was close. <laughs> uh, no, the, everybody, I mean, that was the, the Guns George and Roses. George an awful lot like Gerardo. The, yeah. gu- the Guns and Roses look with jeans, boots. Yeah. Leather jacket, yeah, yeah, and bandana on the heads directly from Axel. Yeah, that's what he's doing because that was they were the biggest thing in the world then. Right. So that's what he's incorporating then to his uh, multinational oh, yeah. look. Oh yeah, Oof. yeah. And uh, and if you guys are interested, that the Spanish it starts off with, I'm sure that you've heard I'm polite. I'm a well-behaved gentleman, responsible young man, and always well dressed. I don't know who has lied. <laughs> wow. And then we go right into I don't drink or smoke or do dope. Okay. And he eats women it. raw like sushi. Did you hear that? No. <laughs> My only addiction has to do with the female species. I eat them raw like sushi. It's hmm. <laughs> okay. a nice, nice sentiment. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you look like him, though, like girls, get you get away with that with, with, the, with the ladies. Well, wait right? till I tell you the rest of the story. <laughs> oh boy! Because I was gonna say, like, if I walked up to someone and said, "Hey, I'll eat you raw like sushi." I mean, there's a yeah. There's, you're, there's, you're, you're charges are filed. You're and, slapped. Yeah. 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 The, well, I am, <laughs> as the person in the torture chamber, the song just went up a notch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. did, did, and and, and well, by the way, Damon, you could have dressed that way. It might have worked better. Maybe. <laughs> I had the bod for it. <laughs> we did take a lot of strange photos uh, in yeah. our younger days. Strange. You know? I don't want to say they're strange. I don't want to say they're strange homoerotic, photos. but Aaron and I were like shirtless. <laughs> shirtless, yeah, sitting and, next to each other. Next to- <laughs> oh my god. A bunch of assholes. Where are those? <laughs> and can I the use Smithsonian them? next to Archie Bunker's chair? <laughs> so Joey, obviously yeah. you know this song. Yes. Don't tell us your thoughts on it until it's over, but you you remember it from back then oh, yeah. and yeah. heard it a lot because this is the type of song that <clears throat> I personally uh, I know I'm not in the torture chamber but I heard I heard of it and I kind of heard it once in a while but I, I would immediately just turn yeah. tune it out or did you actually yeah, I'm, fami- I'm, I'm familiar with it it okay. sold yeah. two million copies <laughs> yeah <laughs> on rap charts and yeah. pop charts it was everywhere it was popular on MTV and all that okay yeah. Oh, yeah yeah and people used it to in fact later on in life they just refer- in fact now he even refers to himself as Rico Suave mm-hmm. like that right. became his name and people would use that as a oh look at your shoes Damon you think you're Rico Suave now <laughs> <laughs> like, that was a thing in society people would say that like Damon, look well, at your bronze six-pack. Who do you think you, you are, Rico, Rico Suave? Suave? There you go. Exactly. We all know who said it the most. It'd be Gail and her friends. Right. Everybody else thinks that's Gale played out, cat. corny, and stupid yeah. to say that. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Look at that bartender. He's Rico Suave. Yeah. Oh. I wanted to eat my sushi raw. Oh. Okay, more Gerardo. All right, here we go. Moderno. George, I like it when you read back. I don't want to read them. I want you to read them to me. 
the okay. the, the Spanish lyrics. Translate. Yeah. Okay. When, yeah when, it, when it translate? goes, when we get to the English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that verse was. I don't like three-piece suits. My style is more modern. Uh, if he I likes have, three-cornered hats, though. If I <laughs> if I have to get myself together, I make myself sick. My appearance is tough. I live in madness. I don't Jesus. come with tenderness. And then his, we're back into the English. His, okay. lyrics sound, his lyrics sound like Google Translate. Don't they? Like, they don't make any sense well, in English. Well, because in English, right, because they're rhyming in Spanish, probably. It also sounds like he's having a breakdown. <laughs> we need to do a wellness check on Gerardo. <laughs> well, he, he, lives, he lives in madness. And he's saying, I'm chaotic. I'm not a three-piece suit guy. I don't come with tenderness. I eat you raw like sushi. I'm a Latin lover, friends. Yeah. That's what I'm Rico Suave. That's I'm bringing that. Yeah. So don't get involved with me unless I'm, you're I, interested in that kind of action. <laughs> I'm taking his word for it. Yeah. I don't know why he used to keep yelling at me. <laughs> okay, carrying on. No me vengan con tenura. So please don't judge a book by its cover. There's more to being a Latin lover. You gotta know how to deal with a woman that won't let go. The price you pay for being a gigolo. I know his look is uh, the who are those two guys who got busted for not singing? Millie Vanilli. Vanilli. Millie Vanilli. Kind of. Kind of. That's the look, right? Kind of. Yeah. Same year? Is it the same era? The Latin version. Yeah, the Latin. Yeah. This is kind of was his own thing. I mean, he. This was his look. Well, let's do the timeline. When was Millie Vanilli? Well, but they had shirts on. He doesn't have a shirt. (laughs) Not all the time. All right, but that, that's, that's Millie Vanilli was bike shorts. They had bike shorts. Yeah, it's true. He, he's more. He's adding a rock and roll flavor to. I this. just remember the. I remember the leather jackets. I remember the bandanas on the on at least one of them in Millie Vanilli. Mm-hmm. Look, yeah. they, they were all hunky. What can okay, I say? Okay, look, that's all, why I'm getting confused. At least he's heard of singing. <laughs> look, if I'm going to be honest, I'm I'm about to uh, master and schedule a release. Okay, <laughs> so. <laughs> nice. Rico. I mean, it's not a woman that can handle a man like me. That's why I juggle two or three. I ain't wanna commit. You can omit that bit. You pop the question, that's it. A ver, un, dos, tres, cuatro mujeres. Y la situación ahí no muere, no es un delito. Calmo mi apetito. Como un llanto, un grito. So I can don't let. Okay, so <laughs> what, okay. what did I miss there? <laughs> By the way, I missed the English verse too because I couldn't tell what the hell he was saying. Well, the listeners are missing George doing the hand gestures, the, the one, two, three. <laughs> okay, um, uh, that's uh, there's one, two, three, four women, mm-hmm. and the situation doesn't die. My appetite is not a crime. So again, oh, so sorry, my appetite is not a crime with a cry or a scream. So don't let. Oh, so you do, you you want to hear the ones before that, right, or after? The English, comes, the English comes after that. Okay. Um, so don't let my lyrics mislead you. I don't love you, but I need you. But if you'd rather have me lie, take a piece of your pie and say goodbye, or I'll be honest and rub your thighs. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe that one's coming up. Yeah. Yeah, I think okay. that's one that's coming up. I do appreciate his honesty. <laughs> yeah. He's, <laughs> a, he's always again, a love board. Yeah. Anybody else, this, this is perfectly acceptable to a lot of women hearing the song, right? Yeah. In real life, it doesn't fly. Could, I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Let my lyrics mislead ya. I don't love you, but I need ya. Would you rather have me lie? Take a piece of your pie and say bye, or be honest and rub your thighs. 
and that's a sample too, right? Uh, like, yeah, that's a James Brown song uh-huh. called. Um, gosh, what's it? I have to look it up. Something okay. turn it, turn it out. Hmm. I forget the I forget the title. I have to look it up. That's okay. Yeah. And then the but the but the Spanish in the background is yeah. Is that's all, that's a sample from a of like a else. South American. Yeah, band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. It's always like. These with these songs, whenever you hear something cool in the background, you're like, "Oh, what sample is that?" You yeah, immediately right. think anything, this, right. this moron's not going to come it's up with something cool. It, yeah. <laughs> That's the South American song. <laughs> And I'm two hours late. I never said I was a prime date, but you kept persisting that I meet your parents. Huh, they're gonna love my appearance. <laughs> Ding dong, el tipo suena. Tu madre abre, que vieja más buena. Le digo hola, pero no me para bola. Que se ha creído vieja chola. All right, what do you say? This one gets pretty rough. <laughs> okay. okay, so, so he's, he's at, meeting the parents. He's at the door. Ding dong, the doorbell rings. Okay, then the Spanish. Your mother opens it. What a good-looking old woman. <laughs> I tell her hello, but she doesn't pay attention. What has become of this old chola? Jeez. Go and serve the food, Mom. I'm hungry. That's Rico if, talking to her? Yep. Uh, if you don't hurry, you're going to give me a cramp. And you, sir, why is your chin on the floor? Shut your mouth, please. Talking to Dad now. Talking to Dad now. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's with the... What's, <laughs> what's this, love? These little eggs. I'm not going to try this. I used I'm used to good old fashioned home style Spanish cooking, and if I tried that, I'd be puking. <laughs> so is he dating? And, a, that, and a, that I know that part. Some of that's in English. Some okay. That, yeah. But is he dating a white woman or something? Yes. I mean, what's yes, the? Yes. Okay. Well, you'll see in the video. <laughs> yeah. But she's got Hispanic parents in the video. That's the part that's puzzling to me. Hmm. Is she white? <laughs> I, I don't even know at this point. This guy just gets to say whatever he wants, and he gets away with it. Right, because he's Rico Suave. He's talking to chicks. He's talking to parents. He's rubbing thighs. Rubbing punity. Rubbing thighs. <laughs> he want, he, he's ordering eggs. <laughs> make me. Make me. Make, basically, it boils down. Verse boils down to, hey, you're her mom, huh? Yeah, make me some food, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to date your daughter. We'll be back later. <laughs> All right. A little okay. more. Serve the food, mom. Get the go Shut your mouth. Okay. Okay. Um, that last part is, uh, we'll be back early. Five, six, seven, maybe eight in the morning. Um, your daughter is in good hands. Later. <laughs> Adios. He's out the door. <laughs> All right. That's reassuring. That's yeah. very reassuring. <laughs> very, very reassuring. I'd be curious to know how many guys tried this. You know, tried the... Because they're impressionable young kids who are walking around going, hey, it works for Rico Suave. Let me give this a shot. Oh, I'm sure a lot did. <laughs> yeah. You had to have the jacket though in the outfit or it didn't. Yeah. It didn't work. It wasn't going to work at all. 
All right. That's, that's pretty well it. <laughs> All right. So it just goes out in choruses at this point? There's some choruses and a lot of dancing. Yeah. I'm willing to believe it's over. <laughs> Oh, it's a it's a, a a familiar enough song that we don't have to carry on with that, right? <laughs> right. Well, yeah. if you want a little background on on Gerardo, I can give that to you. Too. I'd prefer that over the song. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, because you guys might remember some of this, and he has an interesting rest of his life. Um. So he starts off. You guys remember the movie "Can't Buy Me Love"? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So he was one of the bullies in that. One of the baseball bullies. Okay. In that movie, that starred Patrick Dempsey. Yeah. Is, okay. He was in that, and then he was one of the gang members in Colors, as Gerardo was. Okay. And so that was his. And then someone decided over uh, that he should make a record, and so he made this. And it didn't, it didn't last too long, but he's very cocky and referred to himself often as the Latin Frank Sinatra or the oh, Latin right. Elvis. <laughs> so if you're wondering how to, how to get laid, it takes that kind of confidence. Yeah, right. And oh, obviously, shit. you know, the leather jacket doesn't hurt. Yeah. Um, then in a, and so this is a surprising part for me, and I'd always heard this about him, but never ran into it even in the music business. Was that, um, so he after his career runs its course there, in only a few years after this sensation, um, he becomes a legit A and R guy at Interscope and does quite well, signs Bubba Sparks and oh some other God. big acts, <laughs> and becomes a legit vice president of A and R at Interscope Records. Wow. And does very well, and then, um. He, uh, because of his womanizing, um, he's married to a girl named Kathy, and she is a Miss West Virginia. Catherine McCounting. Catherine McCounting. <laughs> no, she's Miss West Virginia. Like, she's a, US, you know, she's a pageant girl. Mm-hmm. And they even have a daughter now who's a pageant girl. So they get married, but um, he's still having his you know, problem with eating the sushi and being addicted <laughs> to women. And they yes. and then they have a reality show called Suave Says. And in, in that show, they explain how he comes to God. Gives up all his wanton womanizing ways. They move to Ashland, Kentucky, and he's now a pastor. <laughs> Kidding me. That's nope. prob- that's a pretty normal trajectory for these one-hit wonders, isn't it? I guess. It's like being in jail and you find God or something. Yeah, yeah, well, But yeah, that's what happened to... Uh, and he's like 50 now. And that's what happened to him. So he's Nobody ever finds Jay Boogie when fucking... When, when it's fat as fuck and you're yeah. just fucking winning. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure after the filming of this Never. video... Rico did, wasn't on his way to church. No. What, what I like about Mid- the video too is he has is like he clearly has a hairpiece because his hair is real long yeah, and then it's short. He has extensions going yeah. on there with him right, the video. which he didn't need because he was already so good looking. Like, why were you why are you putting this? That's the Millie Vanilla thing, by the way. The, I, I see. I think it's the, he's he's copying a heavy metal look here. He's copying a Guns and Roses rock and roll cowboy look with the with the bandana with the leather jacket. And that's the way I yeah. dressed then. Right. And. It was before this. Yeah. And that's what he's copying. He's That's why your hair has to be long, because if you have short hair, you're a nerd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what label was he on, George? I think it was Interscope. Do you think there's any sense he saw you out on, on the streets? Uh, <laughs> Maybe. Uh, well, everyone. Every- <laughs> In that uniform? In my, oh, and yeah, by, by the way, then, for me, that was that was a fun time where I switched over from, like everybody did. Suddenly, you guys remember, maybe you don't, but, and this gets into an area with you, Damon, with Guns N' Roses, Sorry. That, <laughs> I'll not have this on my show. I'll not have this. That it turned from glam rock hair up with like the Welcome to the Jungle video, then into Sweet Child of Mine, where everyone's hair was down, cowboy boots, jeans. It was a, a rougher look. Yeah. Dressing in pinks and colors was not good anymore. Sure. As soon as that record became uh, became popular. And so then I decided that my hair was, having long hair was stupid. 
mm-hmm. and I was going to shave my head. But that's a that's a big risk. It's a big oh, risk. You don't know how that's going to turn no, out. No, because you either look like um, you have cancer, <laughs> or you're a white supremacist. <laughs> <laughs> and I even goes so far as I think I'm going to start a band called Mister Clean, and we're all going to be bald. <laughs> and I get a leather jacket and have a, which people did this. You had uh, an artist paint something on the back oh, of yeah. a leather jacket. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I had a Mister Clean bottle painted. On the back of my chest. Just the bottle. Just the bottle. Not the dude. No, the dude on the bottle. The whole, like, the whole, yeah. Oh, my God. And I start dressing. I move into the cowboy boots. This is, like, maybe 87 for me. 88. I move into the jeans and cowboy boots and the belt and and a cowboy hat with the the bandana underneath. Uh Because I figure if the bald doesn't work out, I can always put the bandana and the hat on. And I never shaved my head. I didn't have the guts. <laughs> Thank God. Well, I was going to say like that. So I had that look though. The, the, the bandana and cowboy hat kind of defeated the purpose of the bald head. Well, you were just sort so of psyched a... about, you were just so psyched about the name, Mr. Clean idea that you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I thought it was such a great, I thought oh it was such gosh. a great thing. And then, and what I was inspired by, there was a guy named Dan Reed in a band called Dan Reed network. You guys remember that? Sounds familiar. Pretty funky and cool and like kind of rock and kind of funk. And and he did that. He had super long hair and he shaved his head. And I think it ruined his career. So (laughs) is there, call me crazy, but is there a middle ground between long, luscious locks and a completely bald head? I feel like there's a, a good dozen or so hairstyles you could have considered. Back then, there was not. There was, there, there was not. I'd already had the other ones, you know, the other hairstyles that were in between that. I'd grown my hair long, and it took, takes a long time to do that. And you yeah. didn't want to give it up. JBJ did that that dreamy sort of short long hair for the for the video we watched of the show. Right, he cut it more, glory. more like, yeah, more to here. Yeah, right. That more was a good look for George him. only lives in a world of extremes. I not do. Not unlike uh, William Joel. I don't know why. He goes to extremes. <laughs> too high yeah, he's, too he's not aware of the middle ground for hair. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't for me. So uh, that, that's my story. <laughs> All right. Well, and wow. it does sound like Aaron is right. You influenced Rico Suave. Probably saw me. Yeah. Like Aaron says, probably me or thousands and thousands of other people dressed that <laughs> No, no, no. No, no, no. It was Only me. you. What, well, where's his Mr. Clean jacket? <laughs> he, he, asked, he asked the clerk at, at Tower Records. Who was that guy buying the Paul Abdul album? <laughs> I, he's 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 mixing he's mixing genres. I like what he's doing. Is it, he has appetite for destruction and forever your girl. He's mixing them together. Together. I like he's how a style I like his, his accent is Speedy Gonzalez. It is. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. <laughs> Racist as possible. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. All right, well, I think we're at that special time, Joey, where he gets to decide <laughs> yeah! between Yay, Joey. Red Solo <laughs> Cup by Toby Keith and uh, I don't even remember. What, oh, we Billy did. Joel, We yeah, Didn't Start the Fire, <laughs> and uh, Rico Suave by Gerardo. <laughs> and Joey's going to uh, regale us with his thoughts. Well, I'd like to hear more of uh, the song before I decide. Oh, you would? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, you son of a bitch. We're, we're done with the Spanish part, so... Yeah. <laughs> These are Break all it down for fantastically us, Joe. awful. What did you say, Aaron? Break it down for us, man. Okay. Break, Break down your thoughts and feelings. Okay. First of all, fantastic and um, honored, I guess. I don't know if that's the word to be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, forced to listen to three It's very songs. generous of you. Uh, and by the way, yeah, all three of these songs you would find on one of Kat's playlists. <laughs> sure. It's probably like 
weekend in Vegas with the girls. Or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Girls yeah. Vegas blowout. Yeah. Tape one. No hubbies allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, margarita. <laughs> Yeah, on the way to on the way to fucking Chippendales, they're gonna rock Red Solo Cup like five times, Gerardo six times. I think that's by the pool, Aaron, during the day, easily, <laughs> easily. This, yeah, this, uh, the strippers are dancing to Rico Suave at at, at the uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Rico Suave is really bad, <laughs> but there's nothing really redeeming about it. Um, there's nothing cool or hip. Um, uh, Red Solo Cup is awful. Toby Keith is awful as a <laughs> as a human being. But I, I don't know. I found like like I said in the right context that song comes on and not knowing anything about Toby Keith, I don't think it was that bad. I get it that it's a joke and it's a dumb, stupid song. But I'm not. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not mad at it until now. Where you just <laughs> disparage Toby Keith for twenty minutes. Um, so yeah, that sucked. <laughs> um, Billy Joel, obviously, it's, it's fucking Billy Joel, and like I said, Liberty DeVito holding it down. Um, he has too much uh, positive credit, and too, he's an icon. He's an inspiration. Um, he's got a lot of credits in the bank. Yeah, to where it's so much where I can forgive a song like this and. Like, whatever. I'm it was not, a I'm bludgeon, not... though. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a bludgeon. <laughs> you, you, I mean, like like the rest of us, you clenched up every time a new verse started, right? Yeah, it was awful. You yeah, keep yeah. going. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to influence you. Uh, so, I'm, I gotta say, uh, out of the three, the one that was the worst was uh, Rico Suave. Yay! 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 Joy! Winner! 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 Yay! I'm the winner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what that means. <laughs> you found your answer. The winner takes it all. I'd like to thank Gerardo Mejia, the whole entire Latin American community. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron and I are both the losers. <laughs> and sushi. <laughs> That song needed a translator. <laughs> it did. Glad I was able to provide that. Yeah. And, and well, in his heartwarming story of redemption as well. <laughs> Opposite of Toby Keats. Yeah. Like hooking up yeah, with, no, with J Bones. Yeah, no worse for him. Yeah, yeah. Hooking up with J Bones. You know, hooked up with J Bones. My life is just a lot better now. Yeah, that was a horrendous right. piece of crap. It was. A, it's a horrendous Ooh. piece of crap. The, uh, the, the I, I, oddly enough, I, I did not, I, that's, we didn't start the fire was on my list and I thought, and I was thinking of you and Aaron more. And I thought, especially maybe Aaron more than you, that, that you would give him just what he said. You would give him too much credit for his yeah. other great songs. <laughs> right. That song's horrible. It's clearly the worst bludgeon ever. Yeah. I felt like I was getting my ass kicked. Well, it depends on the <laughs> mood of the person receiving it because it could enrage you that somebody so, so, so rad could be stooped so low. Could but, maybe uh, maybe yeah. that would have had your reaction. Right, but was, I was scared that it wouldn't. It, you'd mm-hmm. say, "Well, you know, he had so many great songs, and this is what he said." Yeah, yeah my, my it's because this is Joey's first show, so he has he's pure of heart. Still, we're all black, <laughs> cynical. We're all horrible, angry fuck fucking cunts. Yeah, yeah. We are cunts. So he's still happy we as a man. As a but I guess you got to take into consideration the time that the song came out. Cause, um, that's right when the Berlin Wall was torn down, right? Yeah, yeah, 88, 89, 89, yeah. 89. Yeah. right? Yeah. Um, 
So whatever the political climate was back then, I don't really remember. But. For the record, I don't think he mentioned the Berlin Wall yeah, in that song. Yeah, I was going to say, where's that fucking <laughs> noise? That he didn't mention. <laughs> I think it happened like right or probably around the same time. I think it was like released, 90 or 91. So. Yeah, yeah, well, Khrushchev in 89, tear down that wall is 89. He got oh, everything else in it. Anyway. Yeah. Well, look. Uh, it's it's it, we're just Monday morning quarterbacking at this point. It could right? have been you he know? could have seen the future in the next verse. <laughs> <laughs> sorbet. Hey, sorbet from Joey. Sorbet from Joey. Joey has a sorbet for Joey, us. Joey, help us. We've Holy been crap! Bludgeoned in that, this is worse good. than usual because it was three. I yeah. feel like I've been lifting weights. It was yeah. really hard to do. <laughs> One dropped on my head. <laughs> yeah, this it's not Joey's fault, but I don't think I'm doing this guest show again. <laughs> It's so just much, too many it's fucking so much torture. Yeah. <laughs> His survey is going to fix it all. You're okay. the survey guy, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. That's the purpose. And do you, without giving anything away, do you have any uh, little like tidbits you want to lead us in with? Or? Um, well, I was thinking about that. I don't know how to lead this in. Without um, exposing it? Yeah. Well, let's just kick it off. Um, I guess I should talking, say, well, I hope you guys like Rush. Oh. I'm, 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 I'm totally kidding. I'm kidding. I um, do. 2112, do it. Uh, all I'm going to say is... This is a song I've known for a long time. I've listened to it a million times, but upon uh, researching it, which I, I've never done, uh. I, f- I found out some really interesting pieces. Of, Bitching. Of, yeah, and it's it's perfect. So I'm I'm very proud of it. So enjoy. Okay. Hit it. Thank you. Um, Let, let's wash our brains and our minds of that crap. Yeah. Let's have uh, <laughs> let's have Majel uh, talk us in here. What do you say? Yes. Sorbet. Purify yourself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not Lake Minnetonka. (laughs) I love her voice. Yes, it's very. We we programmed her to sound just perfectly soothing. Yeah. The first sorbet by the guest. By the guest. Yes. And uh, the pressure's on, Joey. Oh no pressure! No. But I'm gonna I'll, I'm gonna look at the lyrics after the song starts because I want it to be a surprise. Okay. Okay. Here we go. First guest sorbet ever. Awesome. Oh yeah. <laughs> sounds just like a girl that was great I love the band of Waterfall remind me remind, that, that's for Joey specifically yeah. he said that when, when we saw Van Halen uh, right at the end of the show the lights came up and Joey yelled I out into the, I love the band Van Halen <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay as if it confused the other Van Halen yeah. the Van Halen plumbing as opposed to the individual brothers as opposed- I love the two as opposed to the Van Halen condo building group, <laughs> the band Van Halen, right? The Waterboys, oh, the band, oh, the Van Halen tree trimming service. <laughs> All right, oh. fucking love this song. Let's go. And Joey has to know who this drummer is. Who is it? Uh, it was a session drummer named Chris Witten, I believe. Oh, he played with McCartney, didn't he? He was no. the first. Wait, who am I thinking of? He played on some stuff. He's not widely known. I think that's Wix's name. His last name is like that, Damon. Maybe you're thinking of that dude. No, um, I, I'm telling you guys. If someone doesn't mind looking it up, George, can I'll you look, look it up? up. Play it. Aaron's I got it. Right. But you know what he did play on is um, is it what I am? What's the Edie Bacall song? 
the hurt. What hit. I am is what I am, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He plays uh, on that. What are you yeah. or what? And I always thought it was Matt Chamberlain, but he plays on that song. It's a good song. Anyway, I like yeah. that song. Anyway, go ahead. He has a foot like thunder. You held it in your hand. <laughs> and this is that era when, like, what, what year is this? 1985. Yeah, where, like, drums oh, wow. drums were just like, right? Yes. Like sitting but on top of everything. There's a story behind it. I'll get to it. Okay, right. okay, here we go. Sorry, yeah. I keep cutting it off. I'm just giddy. <laughs> I had flashes. bass guitar yet is that the piano the low piano doing that bass okay not the bass but you know what i mean the low end yeah So tell us about the Water Boys. Water Boys, uh, led by Mike Scott, mm-hmm. who is a Scottish songwriter. Um, they had two albums before this that did okay. Um, this record came out, and uh, this was really the hit. This was the the lead off song, not the lead off, not the first song on the record, um, but it was released as their single. Um, but it was their most successful to date, and people cover it. Um, it's in movies. It gets placed in commercials and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Someone's got a house in Malibu because of this song and the Water Boys. Yeah. <laughs> 1985, yeah. Joe. Yeah. In 1985. Yeah. And actually, it was my very first concert I ever went to. Really? Yeah. In November of 1985. And how old were you? 14. Wow, With the Palladium shit. or something? No, no, no. It was a small venue in San Diego. Uh, San Diego State University called the Back Door. And I, think oh, yeah. it, I think it was maybe a thousand people. It's like standing room only. Mm-hmm. I remember I had to lie to my mom and say I was going to the show because <laughs> she said, No, you can't go to concerts until you're 16. Why? I have no idea. But uh, <laughs> reasonable. <laughs> but uh, I was in a band at the time and they're like, We're going to the show and you're coming with us. I go, Okay. So, so I just lied to my mom. It, yeah, it just blew my mind. and I've been in love with this record ever since, but this song has always stood out. Uh, Joey was was the kid who, if if your parents asked, if if your band jumped off a bridge, would you? He'd get, go, yeah, probably. <laughs> Sounds like he would just do whatever. Yeah, you just say depends on the band. <laughs> L- let me guess, the guys in the band were older than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, of course, so of course they're like. They drove, you didn't. You're coming with us. The they song, threw you in the trunk. This song's got so much fucking joy stacked in it, like layers, like like a fucking pastry of joy. Yeah, and that's kind of where I was going to go with this, because even the, the synth that came in right there was inspired by something. I don't know if, Aaron, you could tell what it was from. Does it remind you it's of a, anything? It, yeah, but I don't want to burst your bubble. <laughs> I feel like I know where you're going with this, and I have my my Mister Know It All hat on. And I okay, don't go ahead. No, I love it. I love it. Guess. Tell me what I'm feeling. Go ahead. Do it. <laughs> Is this uh, 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 the uh, the Prince connection? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I so never could, knew. Could, I never knew that. Yeah. Say uh, more. Say they, more about that. They were really high on uh, uh, Prince at the time, like really into. But, uh, <laughs> Um, after Purple Rain came out, Mike Scott and the keyboard player in the band at the time loved Prince. Um, 
they were on tour with U2 and they were in Chicago and well, U2 went on stage. <laughs> they took U2's limo to a show. Prince, <laughs> Prince happened to be in town on the same night. They took U2's limo to go see Prince and just blew their minds. So they um, were totally inspired. It's like, okay, I want this song in particular. They went, okay, I want a keyboard part that sounds like 1999. Mm. Um, no Waterboy song had ever used synthesizers. This is the only one that's used it. And it's, you listen to it, it's exactly the, almost exactly the 1999 synthesizer part. Dun, dun, dun. What's so funny yeah. is that it really yeah, yeah. has a vibe of Parade and Around the World, which would be Prince's later albums a year and uh, two years later. Yeah. yeah so yeah. like, it's like they were, like they were influenced by him and then he feels it sonically. He feels like he was directly influenced by them. Yeah. Because this sounds like this sounds like him in '86. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Uh, they did a good job of it because I didn't. I don't. I wouldn't recognize that if you hadn't told me. It's a great story. I had never yeah. did. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. Um, and they used a drum machine originally, and they uh, brought that drummer in um, to track it live. Aaron, was that uh, guy Chris Witten with McCartney or not? It's not the same dude. No. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So they just wanted the human feel with the drums and. Um, but Prince completely inspired this kind of feel and vibe for the song. Uh, and then Prince would ultimately cover it a couple of times. Oh, wow. Uh, but really? It's, but it's funny, if you read the lyrics, the, the song is being sung to somebody saying, I saw the crescent, you saw the hole of the moon. Like, you you see things greater, you see yeah. the bigger picture, you see it. Glass things, half full. Yeah. Kind of thing, right? Like you see it, you see it more than I do, or it's, um, something like that. But Prince took it, reversed it, and said, "You saw the crescent. I saw the whole." <laughs> so Prince, all, motherfucker. So all the lyrics are reversed. Ah, so, egocentric, much. Yeah, but Prince. Was, Prince has like a red pen when he covers other people's songs. Like this is how you should have done. Yes. It. <laughs> uh, reminds me of that Southern saying: uh, well, "You act like you hung the moon." <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Wow, that's a good. That's interesting, Joey. So good, but it's love the Prince connection. I go, oh my god, it's so perfect for Aaron. The red pen. Oh, no, we're gonna change these. I'm the guy that sings. Yeah, you make himself and, the hero. And, and as far song. as the experience is concerned, this is right after. I don't want to confuse the timeline, but we just did the Kate Bush song recently. Uh, oh, we right. just heard that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Prince is everywhere. That's that's, yep. that's incredible timing as usual, Joe. <laughs> I, Call me crazy, but I suspect uh, this is how a conversation went. You say, "All right, Kate, yeah, I'll be, I'll put those tracks on your song, and I'll oh, I got another call coming in. All right, I'll I'll, I'll let you know how it goes. Okay, bye. <laughs> Hello, yeah, this is Prince. Who's this? <laughs> Mike? Who? <laughs> what? The, what band? Oh yeah, okay, yeah, whatever. So, what do you want? <laughs> Produce your song. Click. <laughs> yes, but he will. He will be inspired by it and do it later. Do you have a sister? <laughs> I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but do you have a vagina? <laughs> no. Uh, All right. Is your first name Susanna. <laughs> Click. Click. Does your girlfriend have a vagina? <laughs> I'm trying to work with you here, Mike. All right. Here we go. Right, let's do it. Stretched for the stars, and you know how it feels to reach too high, too far, too soon. You saw the whole of the moon. 
He has a great voice too. He does. Yeah. It's high. Well, sounds like it is girl. the Paul McCartney guy, by the way. I just looked deeper. It yeah. sounds like uh, you were right. You were right. Nice. We almost it's, left this episode without me being right. That would have been yeah, a fucking yeah. travesty. I, I kept looking. I kept looking. Thank you. I've known you long enough to know that you're probably right if you insist on it three times. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably right. Nice. I'm like Joey's band when he was 14. <laughs> this fucking song, us. dude. I I've put this on the on the big board a number of times for Sweet 69. And I remember and that. Choice. Yeah, it's been knocked down all the time. Never killed though because it's not. The fucking balls. I don't I've tried this that. and uh, girl called Joey. Johnny. You would have ally and Joey for sure. There's eight more votes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you would have been well, so I mean, fucking happy playing the song, Joey. Of course. This yeah. and girl called Johnny have been on it fucking since I don't know since 2010 probably. Damn. <laughs> yeah. I I, yeah. I need I need Josh to pass on him and and I think this <laughs> other stuff sneaks in. Anyways, the song. Fuck, I love it yeah. so much. It's a great. God song. damn it. And yeah. and uh. You remember it from from the eighties, right? No, that's that's the interesting part for me is that you know every once in a while I'm listening to uh, Richard Blade on Channel Thirty Three of Sirius yeah, yeah, with first, all first wave, you yeah. know, and I and I you know I was around then and I heard everything and all my friends were really into all that yeah into K rock music, so I know all of it really well and and somehow every once in a while one comes along that you missed mm-hmm. and this came on like a month ago and I'm like this is fucking great what is this and I'm looking at it just water boys hole of the moon and I'm yeah. like shit how did I miss this is a great because yeah. I couldn't figure out it. I thought oh is this a new song like why do I not right did I know s- what skip it is? channels I or did. something I'm like oh wait this is it's such a great song and I don't know how I missed it but it's happened with other songs your but... stack of singles was too heavy exactly <laughs> I couldn't get that day I couldn't get it that day Paul Abdul or Waterboys? Oh. Oh, Waterboys sounds like a dumb name. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't think that that song, I think that sometimes people say this, and I think that it's not always true, but in this case, I think it is true probably because I'm saying it, that <laughs> that, that song could be a now song. The song right. could be- Yeah, that's what I thought. It yeah. is timeless. It's yeah. timeless. It really, it, yeah. it is, right? Like, because the production is, that's big drums, but because of the sparseness of, of the kit and what he's doing, it just sounds like a choice that could be like fucking Imagine Dragons or these other yeah. sort of songs that would do these anthemic kind That's of songs what I was now. Thinking. Right. The yeah. the drums are so it's exactly like that. Monstrous that I, I'm not saying this facetiously. Did someone sample those drums ever? Did you did you figure that I, out? I, from all the research I did, I'm sure they're processed, but they're not sampled. No, mm. I don't think this is before. Oops. No, no, no I mean, did someone later sample his performance? Oh, I don't know. For like a, a rap song or something. Oh, I doubt Because it. the drums are so beefy, like yeah. they almost like should be a like some sort of cool yeah. cool yeah. hip hop song or something. Yeah. Who produced it's the record? It's similar to the the uh uh fucking Billy Squire big beat. Yeah. Um, oh, vibe. like yeah, almost Zeppelin sound. That's funny. <laughs> and you asked me who produced it and I'm going, I didn't even know who produced this song like joking to to Chris going they're going to want to know like every fact about this song. And so, no, it's because yeah. you got this drum sound because Aaron makes a point because it's that's, that's what I thought when I heard it. I thought, well, this sounds modern. But or this sounds for 85. This is a, I mean, drums were getting bigger than like Damon was saying. They right. Were on top of everything. I'm yeah. Of Kiss records and stuff where suddenly that 70s sound was gone and drums were these huge. Right. But yeah. Waterboys are definitely not that kind of band. No, so they right. needed to keep yeah. it um, yeah. like in. Um, I see why Mike you like Scott this because produced the, it. the drums. Who did? Mike Scott. He produced it. And who's Mike Scott? I know the, the name. Songwriter. The, the, oh, he the did. Songwriter. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. The and it really. But the, I see why you love it particularly because the drums drive this song. 
Yeah, well, it's not just that, because it's it's just a great song. It it's is. uplifting and hopeful. and uh, yeah. That big like, piano like, part, I'm a sucker for that kind of piano. The thing that does, like, being an 80s freak, like, there's something in that piano, not the stringy part, but the actual dung-ga-ba-ga-dung-dung that's sort of giving it the boogie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The piano part reminds me of something that, not necessarily, but close to, like, what Simple Minds was doing around this time, mm-hmm. and, and then in 86, oh, again. Sanctify Yourself kind of thing? Yeah, and their piano would be more chimey, but it's the same... It's the same attitude. You know, there's something about what's <laughs> going on attitude, there. Uh, Somewhere, someone in summertime. <laughs> I love it so much. So but it, they, they just it. keep layering it as it goes. You'll, you'll hear mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And, you'll, more. and Damon, I'm sorry, there's going to be a sax solo at some point. <sighs> yeah. It's okay. It's okay with me. <laughs> Note to self it's, when editing. It's tasteful. Edit out sax solo. Okay. Were you saying something, Joey? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here we go. That's a sax. It sounds like a trump, like no. a triumphant trumpet or something. It's coming later. Oh, should I, I have, mean that? Should I have not stopped it right there? No. Oh. But this is obviously um, inspired by Penny Lane. Beautiful. Right. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. All right. Your little sax comment. I'll, I'm. Okay. I'm going to forgive it for it's, now. It's in the outro. Mm. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to place his voice to compare it to somebody just because it's such an unusual, like unique voice. Mm-hmm. But there's got to be he's he's up in, in like the heavy metal range. Like it's he's got this super high range, which is awesome. And the only person I'm thinking that I could compare him to, and I'm not saying this as this is a compliment, but also I feel like tonally they sound the same, is Getty Lee. <laughs> It's not as nasal, I, but it's in there's there is a part of it. I can hear the tone that you're talking about, and kind of just the way he enunciates uh, and stuff. Yeah, okay. similarity. It's and it's not an insult. I mean, I think it's it's uh, Getty's got a fantastic voice, but I'm saying like if you're a hard rock singer, you have to be way up there, uh-huh. and that's where he is. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, he has this real. He has the fucking what he's doing with the melody in this song, where it's like floating like a. Like a, like there, like it's a little feather on the breeze that like it almost makes it to the bottom of the to, hits the floor and goes boop, 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 and it flies up again and it's like it's just fluttering all <laughs> yeah. around. It's just like in this beautifully poetic way and like it's not rigid. This is how it goes every time. Like he's 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 married only to his whim. It feels like rather than. <laughs> the demand of like, this is the melody. And mm. I love it so much because it, then it, and it somebody how manages to not seem casual. It, it seems completely intentional and it, it, it could be a soundtrack in a John Hughes movie in two seconds. Yeah. You know, or fucking nowish mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. It's yeah. beautiful. Didn't, did you say earlier that, that they use this on soundtracks and stuff now or they, commercials or something? Yeah, they do. It yeah. gets placed a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's so yeah. triumphant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, even you two covered it. Oh, wow. Because I never considered it before, but the chorus is the same as where the streets have no name. Um, 
Mm-hmm. You saw the whole of the moon where the streets have no name. So, yeah. Yeah. Kind of, so, yeah. Um, so I think Bono they, has big ears. Let's put it this <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah. He understands things. He has an understanding of things. Yeah. Right. Okay, carrying on. Cool. John Capello. That all right, that was a step too far. No. <laughs> no. Just before that came in though, I was thinking like I've never paid enough attention to the song. I always liked it. I mean, I've been hearing it since it was on K-Rock in, in pretty heavy rotation. But I didn't spend any time analyzing it until today. Yeah. And I realized, like, when the song first started, I I think we sort of touched on this and it was like very sparse. Like you even said there's no bass yet. Mm-hmm. And so I I guess in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, it's really cool that this song is so sparse. I not realizing that the song, it just keep was oh, yeah. Building, yeah, building and building and building and building. Yeah. And then at one point, I guess they had, they, they put everything else on. There's no, <laughs> the sax player just kind of like burst in and went, here I am. I, why did you guys tell me there was a session today? Burst in the door, like Kool-Aid with the sax. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean this, this the the layering and the and the fucking majesty of the of the yeah. build here is, is becoming very apparent to me now. Mm-hmm. And there's some background vocals happening there that are really beautiful. Yeah. Um, get, in fact, get really geeky with it. There's like this traveling tambourine roll that happens on the one, and the next measure it's on the two, and then the next measure it's on the three. Um, that's just those cool things I would notice sitting on a uh, a bus going to a band. Field show, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, a band yeah. competition. Yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> um, Aaron. There's also there's a there's a little tiny little Mona's tidbit about this. If do you remember that about the song? Tiny little Mona's tidbit. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting in my red solo cup. Um, the the uh, our, we had a, a manager for a while. We don't need to get into him or anything about him, mm. but but his name was Jonathan. Aaron, as you know, mm-hmm. and he kept bothering me maybe all of us but i know for me for sure to that we need to cover this song hole of the moon is that right yeah yeah he, he was right he was right i know we should have the, the, the only good managerial right advice that he ever <laughs> gave us you wouldn't be in this room now <laughs> yeah but, no he was uh, right it's a, it's a fucking good number i don't know how that act would have done this but you know yeah. hey we could have done anything much like prince right. you know we we cover songs and people respond I, 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 put a, I put a vibe out and I found out that women do respond. <laughs> uh, all right, carrying on. Too soon. 
Is that the shirtless guy with the ponytail from Tina Turner's? <laughs> don't name? put that picture in anyone's house. Damn you! No, don't you do it. Don't do it. I saw the whole of his bod. Is it? Is it? Is it Billy from about last night? You son of a bitch! Do not ruin this song for me. <laughs> and get like eight jobs i'm not gonna do it i was gonna say i was gonna say like ron burgundy i want to go climb a mountain (laughs) by the end i'm gonna be on top of the mountain anything this is the year i fix my credit (laughs) (laughs) a deadbeat no more (laughs) it's such a joy it's such a fucking song perfection oh nice dude i'm glad you like it's a great that's that clears everything out yeah, it does. It's triumphant. It feels I forgot about everything else. It's and I love that I found out about it because of my story about what I didn't know what it was. So, so the month ago or whenever that, that was the first time you actually had heard it, or, or did, yeah. was it kind of resonating back in your mind? I from... knew who the Water Boys was, but that yes. was it. But yeah. I didn't know what they did. Yeah, yeah, and then I then I heard this, and I like I said, I couldn't figure out what time it was. Right, and it's just it's great. It's fun to find out about that. I still. Two things. I can't stop hearing Getty Lee in it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. And and I don't hear Prince in it at all. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't hear it anywhere. I don't uh, either other than that synth part. Aaron, do you hear Prince that part? I don't hear 1990 in there at all. I just told you that I did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, well, um, I was uh, listening mostly, to the song. No, mostly uh, I hear what's uh, like I was saying is like to me, it, I hear the Prince and what Prince did later. It sounds to right. me. Oh, you said like parade. Okay. Yeah, it's, that's what I hear in it. The the sort of the the synthy part that are sort of doubling is almost like a string thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. So, the, so the answer is no. You don't hear 1999. <laughs> you hear well, that's not what you said. Raspberry parade. <laughs> it's not at all what you said. <laughs> they also said that there was a part of um, Paisley Park that it, um, inspired a part in the song, but I don't hear it at all. I've listened to Paisley Fantastic. Park. Fantastic. Yeah, it was great. Yes, yeah, I'm so, glad you enjoyed it. Great. Yeah, I know. Awesome, yeah. awesome sorbet. You you fit right in. I, I'm assuming this is your last appearance. Like you've <laughs> you've had enough of this nonsense. But you're always welcome back. You should always feel feel like. And next time you get to torture one of us, which will be fun. Okay. You know. Yeah. You I, survived. You know. I just I have like, one more water boys question. Yeah. What? So when you saw them, did they open or close with this, or what did they do? No, they opened um, with the song called "Don't Bang the Drum." That's the opening song of the record. Yeah. And it's pretty dramatic, yeah, because it just starts with this like Spanish trumpet mm-hmm. and a really suspenseful uh, piano thing going on. But then the band breaks in and it's um, just slamming, and it's, and I was like uh, right in front watching this and being in front of a PA that's blaring for the first time. Yeah, just, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. It's just affected me my whole life. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, it's my favorite band in the whole world. <laughs> um, and they closed yeah. with this with Hold the Moon or not? I don't remember where it ended up in the set. I'm sure it was towards the middle or something. I don't yeah. remember. But, That's great. Yeah. It's your first show. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 14 years old seeing mm-hmm. that. <laughs> yeah. 
Jo- Joey was really torn because he's thinking, but I want to bang the drum. <laughs> but I love this band. What do I do? They expressly said, no. We're back to a quandary. I, I might have been there. I don't remember the Water Boys, but I spent a lot of time in San Diego in 1985. <laughs> did you? I did. Yeah, I remember going to that venue. And, oh, yeah. And I was drunk most of the time. But, remember the guy who was dressed yeah. up like Rico Suave? That was George. <laughs> that, this was pre-Rico. This is 85, so. Yeah, but I, you, you originated the look, so. Well, that was 88, though. 85, I was a preppy. Then I was had short hair and you know, many the, faces of oh yeah I had a lot of Christ like might have been there I was dating you're much like girl. a board piece just moving along <laughs> ding ding yeah. ding ding where is it now <laughs> all right dynamite dynamite I was thinking more of a dress up doll like, yeah he's just he's only Mr. enthusiasm <laughs> <laughs> so good show what is this episode twenty twenty uh kind of, which will go down in history for being the first guest show ever. And the first guest ever, the best guest so far. You, 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 know. <laughs> you, you know what? You're the number one rocker guest forever. Yeah. <laughs> number so, one guest rocker forever, guest rocker. Joseph That's Anthony Ponchetti. <laughs> Do you want to like plug anything or say anything or? Um, no. Yeah. No. Okay. He wouldn't be that gauche. Yeah. He's like Damon's. No one's <laughs> listening. Give me a break. <laughs> Honey, no one's listening. Yeah. <laughs> Man flies from Netherlands to attend Joey Ponchetti concert. Right. <laughs> I'm in a handful of bands. If you want to check it out, look up Joey Ponchetti. And uh, yeah, there's probably only out. one out there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Catch the act. In my heart, there's only one out there. <laughs> so yeah, this has been uh, Ear and Loathing episode twenty. And uh, go check out our our website, earandloathing.com. You can send us emails, by the way. We still get emails at earandloathing at gmail.com. And go on the social media and fuck around over there like we don't. And uh, I guess that's it, boys. We'll see you for episode 21. And uh, I guess this is Ear and Loathing signing off. Kalika! Bye. 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 (laughs) Ear and Loathing. Thank you, Joe. Mom! Take it easy. Lower it. I'm not going to lower it. I have to do this now. I don't mind you playing it, but lower it. Tune in next week for more Ear and Loathing. End transmission. Goodbye.